Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this is Beauty and the Beta. And we will make America great again. with a question about gun control. Hello. Um, So with the tragedy that just happened in Texas, my question is, how do you justify the Democratic view on gun control when the shooter was stopped by a man who was legally licensed to carry a gun? Well, first of all, uh, the kind of gun being carried, he shouldn't be carrying. Assault weapons are uh, weapons with magazines that have a whole lot of bullets and so you can kill a whole lot of people a lot more quickly number one number two it's just rational to say certain people shouldn't have guns now the fact that some people with guns are legally able to acquire a gun and they turn out to be crazy after the fact that's that's life there's nothing you can do about that but we can save a lot of lives and we stop tens of thousands of people from getting guns who shouldn't have guns. You are fake news. You don't need 30 rounds to protect yourself. Buy a shotgun. Very fake news. Buy a shotgun. Hello and welcome to the show. It's a great show, terrific show, tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I am flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. Big show tonight, mostly because of what we won't talk about. I'm proud to announce we will discuss neither hoax hate of the week nor nothing to do with the religion of peace terror attack of the week (laughs) yes so round of applause for this week it's a week without either of them good job world very minimal hoax hate and very minimal terroristic actions to discuss (laughs) but there is plenty of insanity of other varieties um you had another week of twitter silence enforced upon you sure did (laughs) and uh and we'll discuss exactly why once we get into that and Twitter, but you're not alone because Twitter is planning on rolling out some pretty severe ban hammers. And it looks like they already are, mm-hmm. but formally coming uh, on the 18th of December. So in a few weeks or a month's time or so. Uh, and they've explained what these new policies are. We'll take a look at what they are and what's to come. And uh, I don't know, what was your favorite Twitter moment? What was your favorite Twitter memory? Because I think Twitter is going to become a relic of the past if this, uh, if, if this vision becomes reality. We'll see what happens. Uh, plus, you heard it in the intro there. Joe Biden talked guns during a Q&A on the Today Show this week in, as far as I'm concerned, what is an impossible to understand take. <laughs> yeah. And there are some people criticizing him. I think there's plenty of criticism deserved for what he said, but I think some people are also misunderstanding it, but I don't blame them because he articulated it so poorly that it's easy to see how they're misunderstanding him. Yeah, yeah. 
we'll try to understand what he's talking about. Good luck. I don't think we're going to accomplish it. See if we can. Uh, Mr. Ben Shapiro spoke at UCLA on Tuesday evening, and there was some great on the street protest footage and interviews that I want to highlight. Uh, it is as funny as you'd expect, and I thought it was great work by the host. So we'll take a look at that. Did you see any familiar faces in that? I saw he referenced someone who's supposed to be familiar, but I didn't know who that person was. But did you recognize? I actually recognize somebody, and maybe it was in uh, one of the clips that you cut up. Maybe, maybe not. But I wanted to see if you recognize him from anywhere because I'm fairly certain he was at the RNC, but but I can't remember quite. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't recognize it all. So when we go through it, stop me, and then okay. If you see the person, I had to cut it down. So maybe the person's missing. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But we'll talk about it when we get into that. Uh, Sad news. Sad news to report. We will honor Kathy Griffin, who revealed this week on her YouTube channel that she has terminal Trump derangement (laughs) syndrome. So thoughts and prayers to Kathy's family. It's a very moving message uh, she uploaded to YouTube uh, yesterday, Saturday, and uh, to make that announcement. So we'll have a listen uh, to what Miss Griffin had to say. The the Navy admits to drawing a (laughs) giant dick in the sky. That's a real story this week we'll discuss. And if that's not crazy enough for you, an Ohio state legislator resigns after he's ca- uh, caught having gay sex in his office. Woohoo! Uh, yes. And uh, it's, it's, it's a crazy story. I think there might be a degree of unfairness to him. We'll discuss why. Although I do think it's fair to paint him as a gigantic hypocrite for at least one reason. But I think some of the heat on him is a little bit off, but maybe not. We'll discuss. There was a, a woman in Texas who had a gigantic fuck Trump decal on her truck window. She got arrested, but the story I think is getting a little bit confused. We'll discuss exactly what happened and make sure we're clear on the facts because people are throwing that one around to make it sound like she was arrested for the decal. Right, right. Which is not quite right. I saw some bad right wing reporting on this, I got to say. Hmm, okay. Until so we'll- I dug into the notes, um, I actually was under the impression that that was the reason that she was that she was arrested. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. It's, there's kind of an indirect connection, but to say that she was arrested and charged for the decal is not correct. Right. right. So we'll discuss why. And of course we will take your super chat comments and questions in between topics, five bucks and up. Uh, we'll be read on the Sunday show because we are no good low down money grabbers. We regret the policy, but we got to keep the Sunday show moving along it will be all this and more in your favorite cover, couple hours of listening material. Thank you for liking the show on YouTube. Thank you for reviewing the show on iTunes. Thank you for keeping us float, helping us upgrade stuff on Patreon. And thank you for emailing us. That's beauty in the beta at gmail.com. If you want to listen to the show, you can take us on the go on the audio platforms, iTunes, Google play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcast, you can find us. They're all linked conveniently in the description for you. An announcement announcement for Wednesday and Sunday. So Wednesday, right before Thanksgiving, we're not going to do a call-in show this week. So hopefully everybody has a great holiday with their families. And then we're going to take Sunday off as well. We're going to extend into the holiday weekend and take a, a break week next week. Because I think the, the only break we've taken on this show, I mean, like where there was no show on a Sunday, I think was last year Thanksgiving. I think oh, that's the really? last time we did it. Well, I took the two weeks off for... My Europe trip. But the show went on. The (laughs) show went on. So, I, yeah. To to be completely frank, I'm taking a vacation Sunday just because I can. You know, the 
Ooh, I'm yeah. not though, because I haven't put out a video in a whole week. <laughs> <laughs> so I will be filming. It was all that red pill, black stress, man. <laughs> had you, you've been under the thumb, you know? <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to go snowboarding. The Big Sky opens up this weekend. I'm going to hang out with my family. I'm just going to, I'm going to take a weekend off. Hopefully, yeah. uh, I, I don't know, watch football, stuff like that. So appreciate everybody's support for the show. We'll be back the following Sunday, which is that in December? I don't know. Sunday after Thanksgiving after thanksgiving thursday whatever you get what i'm saying uh oh and also we're obviously not going to discuss what was another week of sexual assault and harassment allegations because we already did that last week and we're sort of talking about how it's basically a a political weapon it's more or less people playing for their teams if i like that person and that person's on my team i will defend like lena dunham who defended her team this week after being a rabid feminist for that forever. was real bad that statement and then i like how that statement closed with uh and we're not going to talk about it anymore yeah <laughs> yeah of course but uh if you want to recap the week with some of the excellent memes that surface we can do that you see this excellent adaptation of the al franken photo with <laughs> <laughs> All the best Democrats included Anthony Weiner, Joe Biden, Bill Clinton. Uh, it's just a great Photoshop. I, I liked that one. Yes, it's partisan, but we'll get to the other side in a minute. Because uh, I also liked the groping Dems. That was <laughs> that one was circulating on Twitter. That's well done. I can't even tell who half of them are. I can see Podesta can see back Podesta, there. Yeah. I can see Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, Weinstein. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Anthony Weiner, of course, and then the, the the image of Al Franken. That's very nice. To be fair, all right, we'll 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 take a shot at Roy Moore. I thought, hey, congratulations. Someone on the left made something reasonably funny. I got a smirk or a chuckle out of this. Roy Moore's challenger in Alabama. Doug Jones allowed to enter every mall in Alabama. Congratulations <laughs> for Doug Jones. Although I read a report today that that, just, that report is now challenged. Like there's another guy at the mall who says that's BS. Roy Moore was never banned. I don't know. I just know this is... By their standards, hilarious. <laughs> the left is memeing again. I think we should all appreciate that. I, I wish everyone was funny. That'd be great if everyone was funny. So the I, left I used won't. to be funny. There was a day, mm-hmm. you know, 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe that can happen again. And then uh, I love this one because I love Zoolander. But, you know, racism allegations are so yesterday and decades old sexual assault allegations are so hot right now. <laughs> just like that Hansel. Indeed. Okay, we'll move on. A couple pieces of artwork real quick. I got these um, very cool bash artwork. My old French bulldog made an appearance on Wednesday's show, but the video's locked, so no one got to see, unless you saw it live. But um, but this is by Kylie. There he is, purring away, and there he is with his glasses, gurring away. That's (laughs) That's very good. It looks just like him. Yeah, thank you, Kylie. And then uh, we got this from listener michael which i loved and i would have loved to respond to you but i am banned on twitter for another 22 (laughs) hours (laughs) so this is um he captioned it dj fuhrer dropping her new single date your own kind (laughs) which by the way if you missed last week i did not say that i didn't say it well i did say it but it you know it was a direct quote it's a quote that was hoaxed on a car it was the hoax hate on the car i said date your own kind in the window of the car and so we were laughing at that. So that's your new single. Um, oh, but don't forget the other single says at uh, noob 420 bleach. That's a great <laughs> anonymous Twitter handle. <laughs> don't forget the rest of the album. Stop being a pussy beta. I'll retake the Holy land motherhood. My husband's a real man. My life for my Reich do what's white. I like that one. Deus vault now. And 
Bitch, I'm the new Jonah. <laughs> this might be my favorite piece of listener contribution. <laughs> that we've it's ever pretty good. Done. It's pretty good. Good work, you guys. Top notch. Top notch. So, thank you for that. Again, you can uh, you can hit us up on Twitter or uh, beautyandthebeta at gmail.com if you have artwork, skilled or otherwise, to share. Okay. It's time to hop into Twitter's Nazi purge. Yeah. So correct. You've been reading about this today. I know too. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the way I see this is there's kind of two pieces. One is like the forthcoming purge itself, which is like suspensions and bannings. And then the other piece of their um, discipline, if you want to call it that, is that they're removing verified status from people. So if if you're not on Twitter... What a verification badge is, this little check mark next to your name. And what that's supposed to indicate in theory or in, in design, original design, is that this is the person, this is the verified person. So if I have an account that says I'm, I don't know, name your celebrity, like if I'm Donald Trump, for example, that the check mark indicates we've, Twitter has verified this is actually Donald Trump. It's not an imposter. That was the purpose of the verification badge. Mm-hmm. But now Twitter has started taking those away from people not because they're not who they say they are, right. but because they don't have the right politics. Right. And they specified in the, the press release, like we're referring to also offline behavior. Yes. So that's <laughs> that's probably the most interesting piece of the policing here is it's not just what Twitter, they're not just going after what you say on Twitter. They're going after um, yeah. what you do. Twitter's... All right, so here's on the verification, but there are other headlines about this. Um, They're going to police what you do off the platform. Like if you say the wrong things or do the wrong things off the platform, they're going to start policing you for that. Right, right. And it isn't just the the verifications um, or the suspensions. They're all around just enforcing rules. We were talking about this before the show. 14 out of 18 days, 19 days in November, I've been locked out of my own account. And that is particularly annoying because when people go to my Twitter account, it appears as though I just haven't tweeted. Like yeah, nobody people come knows to me that I'm suspended. Say, right. And they say, what's going on with, did she like die or something? Well, nah, she, no, she, I don't know. She said something about how Islam creates rape culture. You know, you know the Wiltshire that. police, yeah. they were asking for online hate crime submissions. And so Greasy Faggot, which is a fan of the show, um, said like, my three-year-old doesn't like to eat broccoli. I would like to report oh, that. I think, I think that was facepalm actually. Oh, facepalm. Sorry. She, she's not a, she's not a parent. Oh, Greasy's not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm mixing <laughs> yeah. up our fans. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah. And then after that, uh, I responded that, you know, there's a culture of you know, like rape festering in your community. You know, like you, you people are totally insane. And that was the tweet that got me locked out most recently. Prior to that, it was just for saying faggot. Like that was it. That's all in a joking about. fashion, by the way, like yeah, somebody came yeah. at you joking and trolling. And so you called him a fag mm-hmm. in response in a joke way that the recipient understood as a joke. Right, right. We were just having we were being chummy. You know, it wasn't yeah. even a, an altercation or anything like that. And, so and an uninvolved party reported it for being offended in a conversation to yeah. which they are not a party. Exactly. Yeah. But they can look at it. Yep. And they were offended. And then I've had people uh, issue straight up specific death threats to me on Twitter that I'll report and then I'll never get any response from Twitter. So this yeah. is clear. It's clear that they are orchestrating this against the far right and they aren't really trying to hide their agenda anymore. Yeah. And and I'm sure a lot of accounts that might be some of the favorite follows of people who enjoy this show, you've noticed them disappearing temporarily or permanently or being de-verified. So uh, just what we recall in the last couple of weeks, Baked Alaska is gone. Yep. Bunty King has gone. 
And Baked um, Alaska, the last thing he tweeted was about how I was put in a limited state. <laughs> <laughs> He it's, emails it's, me. He's like, "Oh, my Twitter account was suspended. I, th- I think it has something did, to do with you." What did Stan say about Blonde's curse or whatever? Like, whatever <laughs> yeah. you leave last becomes a disaster. Ah. Sorry, baked Alaska. Okay, so he's banned. Bunty King's banned. Um, uh, Sargon previously, Milo previously, of course. Uh, that guy T also he a long did, time. Ago. Or did he? Did he nuke his? No, he got he got kicked off the platform, suspended permanently, and then oh, I didn't know that. New a new Twitter account. I was wondering, this is the thing. I was wondering what happened to him because I haven't seen and anything from him for a while. that's the thing. It's not while. like we can follow up, you know, we can on our YouTube channels, but that doesn't reach all of our Twitter followers. I don't even yeah, know what yeah. the overlap is like between my Twitter and my YouTube. Yeah. So uh, de-verified recently. Wife with a Purpose, Laura Loomer, James Alsa, Richard Spencer, Tommy Robinson. Mm-hmm. Just badge removed, not because they're impersonating anybody, but because Twitter has decided their politics don't line up with what Twitter's politics do. So let's discuss this this forthcoming new policy or this purge. This is set for December 18th. Yep. And what Twitter is saying is you may also you may not affiliated with you may not affiliate with organizations that, whether by their own statements or activity, both on and off the platform, use or promote violence against civilians to further their causes. What the fuck does that? That is meaningless. That is that is association policing for vague, non-existent crimes. These are just infractions of their own making. This is insane that they're just you, saying this outright. Right. I understand if the standard was, you may not. I, I could understand... A a standard that said, we're going to look at offline behavior. Like if you're an actual terrorist off of Twitter and you're actually committing violent acts, then we don't want you on Twitter. But what this is, you cannot associate with them. I mean, what does that mean? Does that mean if I interview someone that day? Does that mean if I talk to them? You may not affiliate with organizations. That could be anything. That could be retweeting somebody. Like right. they act like like we all know each other on Twitter. I'm re- I'm retweeting people like I know nothing about. They could be anybody. Yeah. But they just said one thing that I agree with. Talking about affiliations and associations is insane in a social media platform where everyone's anonymous. Yeah. And then this part, December 18th deadline also applies to, to those using, quote, hateful images or symbols in profile images or profile headers. Twitter will also monitor for hate speech in usernames, display names, and profile bios. And I didn't even get suspended for being Blonde Fuhrer when I changed my name to Blonde Fuhrer on Twitter. That's not what got me put in limited state. Oh, did you? Oh, so you actually changed uh, not your handle, but like the the little name? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you changed it to Blonde Fuhrer, okay. For like an hour, and the response was pretty bad. So <laughs> I was well, like, Yeah, because people it. don't get the joke. But I get it how if you don't know, I get it. I understand. But... Uh, but the point is, I don't think you should be banned for doing that. I understand right. that people might find it in poor taste. I get it. But should should Twitter actively ban you for that? That's kind of silly. No, no. Of course not. Um, what's this other part? There's another part of this article that reads, the new rule closes a loophole that Twitter's critics had long pointed out, that known white supremacists and other affili- others affiliated with hate groups could still use the platform to send a sanitized version of their own message and use their followers to bolster their overall profile. Okay, so people can discuss things on a, Wait, on a social media platform? Either. This is a whole lot of words and not, not a lot of meaning. How is this it a loophole too? It closes a loophole that Twitter's critics along pointed out that known white supremacists and others affiliated with hate groups could still use the platform to send a sanitized version of their message. Are they just talking about just their normal, you know, like voicing their political opinions? Is that? I, I don't know. I mean, what that reads to me 
the way that reads to me, if I were to rephrase it, is this new rule closes a loophole that Twitter's critics had long pointed out. White supremacists can talk on, on the profile. <laughs> yeah, that's what I on, the, on the platform. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so there's that. Like for just associating with the wrong people, having the wrong opinions, putting a Pepe as your image, either your profile image Only or your Only if you're header. on the right, the Muslim Brotherhood, aren't they still verified? Oh, yeah, oh, of course, of course. I mean, we'll get to that at the end. Like the idea that this is obviously not going to be the way that they ca- the way that they try to characterize this as uh, some sort of conduct policy. No, it's a you know political who's still policy. Also, Harvey Weinstein and yeah, of course, Spacey. Yeah, of course. What about their conduct off the platform? They well, don't not care about that, that kind of conduct. They're only talking about political conduct offline, not right. raping anybody. Right. So this here's the other part on the de-verification. So uh, Twitter, so they're going to remove verification badges. Um, from some accounts and they've already started doing this uh, and they're doing this as a, a sort of punitive alternative to suspension or banning. So it, this also has to do with the offline behavior. Like for instance, um, all these people who have been de-verified, Tommy Robinson, Richard Spencer, James also it's not, there's no evidence that they actually did something off the platform. Right. And they were that's really what trying to say. also about like why, yeah. I think it's just engaging in activism, right-wing activism offline. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I don't, I don't know. I don't really know what Twitter wants to accomplish by doing this because they said, they put out this tweet earlier um, and they said the following. Now, this is from a week and, or 10 days ago, a week and a half ago. Twitter support recognizes that they'd created some confusion about what the verification badge actually means. Because as I said, it's just to verify your identity as a public figure. That's it. But they're, they're tweeting out, verification was meant to authenticate identity and voice, but it is interpreted, interpreted as an endorsement or an indicator of importance. We recognize that we have created this confusion and we need to resolve it. We have paused all general verifications while we work and will report back soon. So it seems to me that the answer would just clear the answer would be you just clarify, Hey, verification is not endorsement. It's just a check to show that the person is who the person claims to be. Instead, they've adopted this policy to say, to say, uh, no verification is endorsement. (laughs) That's all it is, is political endorsement of public figures. Oh man. And and the people that I see uh, with Twitter verification, there's no rhyme or reason. Like uh, oh, like yeah. I actually saw two uh, a screen cap of of two blue checks communicating with one another. Each had like 500 followers, and they were saying oh, yeah. like, "I hate white people." No, I hate white people. It's like, <laughs> like who are you? None of us can get verified. Roaming millennial can't get verified. You've tried, can't get verified. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I, I tried and was rejected for no um, explained reason. Um, whatever. I don't really care that much. And I especially don't care now, now that it's just a badge for having the right politics on that side of the aisle. I don't yeah, care about yeah. that. I'm not interested. This is in what that. we get for using leftist platforms. I mean, <sighs> this is so predictable. We all knew that this was coming, but we yeah. were like, we're just going to ride it until the wheels come off. But it's happening. <laughs> this is happening. Yeah. December 18th. I am not going to have a Twitter account if I even make it. Yeah. <laughs> true yeah well it's, yeah you're definitely gone i think that's yeah. safe to say yeah. um to your point on who gets verified and who doesn't i can't tell you how amusing it is every time i'm in one of these twitter debate back and forth uh, discussions whatever with one of these blue checks who writes crappy 
crappy articles at the Huffington Post or whatever and has like 300 followers. A guest writer that's done like two opinion blogs. And they're, yeah. they're all verified. But, yeah. you know, I, I'm not, I don't, it's not an entitlement thing. I don't really care. Uh, I just, I don't want impersonators is the other thing. I don't want people who control accounts that claim that's to represent. That's never what it was about though. Because that's what it that was in design. Case, yeah, but, but if that were the case, then they would have just accepted, you know, they would have just been like, oh, you're clearly Matt Christensen, you're verified. It yeah, was never. It was always about the political ideology. The blue oh, check yeah. for me is always symbolized, like, oh, that's a that's a verified leftist account. Yeah, and I think everybody's correctly predicting that this is not going to be applied evenly to the Antifa's and the Bams and the Black Lives Matter of the world. By the way, by this standard, I would argue that Jack himself should be uh, punished by Twitter. He should be de-verified. He should be suspended. He should be banned because he affiliates with violent groups like Black Lives Matter and Ray McKesson. And, and if you want to make some sort of bizarre mental gymnastic hula hoop argument about how that's okay, but then associating with, with that, I don't know, whatever the groups, the groups were who are behind Charlottesville. Yeah. Okay, well, one shot police, one hit a person with a car. Both are bad, I agree, but we can't, how far does that web of association extend out do we just punish the people who did the violent actions or are we going to say how many how many degrees of separation do you get before you get punished by twitter it is not the job of a private company to uh, to police associations though that's the real problem here this is overreaching incredibly yeah i mean it that that's the question i have if i were to interview richard spencer on this show if i don't do a critical enough interview is that affiliation like if i softball him is that affiliation and i should be suspended or if i do a good <laughs> right. If I do a good enough job, is that fine? And I can keep my Twitter privileges. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll never oh, get. By the way, I'm Blonde Beast on Minds and Gab. I just oh, had. I just started a Gab account. So check me out yeah. there for my inevitable downfall on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Uh, but but I think your inevitable downfall on Twitter is probably going to be part of the broader company's inevitable downfall. If you're a Twitter investor, you should already be pissed off because you haven't been earning money on your investment because Twitter right. is run by this clown. But I don't think I've seen anything more lethal to the future prospects of the company than this crap right here, where we're going to, you might as well be honest and just say, look, only certain left-wing talking points are allowed on Twitter because if these policies are implemented to their, to the full, to the full extent, the, the way they've been articulated, it is only going to be virtue signaling celebrities and male feminists on Twitter. That's all it's going to be. It sounds delightful. Yeah. No meme culture on Twitter. That sounds just, what's the point? Yeah. What's the point? Nobody goes on there anymore and the company fails and something else rises. I mean, they're, they're going to fail anyway because they're overextended. Like it's too much Saudi money is involved in Twitter for them to make it out of this unscathed. And they're just outright censoring people based on political. This seems like flailing in stage behavior to me. I don't it's, think they're going to make it. It's bizarre. And I can't believe there aren't, there isn't more significant pushback against Jack and against the company leadership because. Well, I see people all the time on Twitter. Like I saw somebody like a leftist bunty bit the dust, like, ha 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 ha. I'm like, don't you understand that they yeah, are coming next, you for idiot. you next? Like, what do you not get about this? Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't it's know. It's disappointing. I don't know. Cause we spent yeah. you know, my Twitter accounts almost two years old, maybe two years old. I have 20,000 followers. It's like, it takes a long time, 10,000 tweets, a long time to build this following. And it's just lost in a second for, no reason at all. They don't have to tell me why. And then I just have to start from scratch on another platform. 
And the bummer is I actually love Twitter. I love, I I love Twitter's design. I hate Mm -hmm. its politics, but I love its design and I find it to be the easiest way to communicate with my audience. It's the preferred way for me to communicate with my audience. And if you have to move me elsewhere, I guess move me elsewhere, but you know, I be reluctant. Yeah. But they're trying to demoralize us. That's why they're doing this. Look, if I'm too (laughs) crazy, if I'm, if I'm too edgy for Twitter, me, you got your, your company has a problem. And uh, it's, it's, it's not going to be, you're, you're not going to grow under this model. You can't I don't have... think they're super worried about growth, though. If you, if you look at the, you know, their, the price of their stock over the last eight years, I, they just really genuinely don't seem super concerned with innovation or growth. Yeah, well, eventually they're going to have to return to their investors, or pro- supply a return to their investors, or else heads will roll. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how this happens. But that's, that's pretty much the story on Twitter. That's all I have to say. Do you have more? Nope. We should probably do some super chats. All righty. Oh boy. Got a lot of them. Uh, Nolan Carpenter. Have either of you seen thank you for your service? It's really hit. It really hits hard. The challenges of veterans coming home and every civilian should watch it. I have not. I have not. It's uh, tell me where I can watch it. Send me an email. Um, Excuse me. Thank you for that. Chicago conservative said beauty in the beta drinking game. One drink every Super chat session every time blonde fixes her hair. Matt <laughs> mentions football. That's you're going to be so drunk. I try not to mention football unless super chatters mention it. No, just my, my hair fixing. It's a nervous. Uh, and today nervous was a great football day. Today oh, was God. prime. Um, two drinks. Blonde's internet cuts out. Finish your drink of fake news is issued. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, that's that's what if you want to get blacked out drunk, that's the way to go. Yeah. Um, Dan Lopez said certain people shouldn't have guns. Quote. Yes, those people are called Democrats. Oh, rah, rah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to Joe. Oh, Joe's up next. Yeah, we'll talk Joe after we're done with Super Chat here. Uh, Roth, uh whispers into Blonde's ear. I'm going to respect you. I'm going to respect you so damn hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Forgot my. about that. Was that Sunday? I can't remember. Maybe, or maybe Wednesday? It was Wednesday? I don't All remember. All the shows just blend together. Mm-hmm. Um, Redicus said, Uncle Joe, hand that man a butterscotch and send him back to the home. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He seemed more exuberant like than I expected in that interview. Less senile yeah, than McCain, I mean, that's for sure. Yeah, he seems like he's... I mean... What he's saying, I disagree with strongly, but I don't think he's, he's certainly not McCain at the Comey hearing. He's not to that point yet. No, no. Like, I feel like maybe we should have made a bigger stink about somebody checking on his brain after that, after we heard that. We were just like, oh, look at, listen to this old man slipping into dementia. Well, but everybody really kind of called giant brain tumor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, what did we say privately? Like, oh, yeah, there's the news. That was he, definitely tumor talk. That yeah, we <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> A three-sided coin, our resident socialist. Good evening. Here's your weekly allotted allowance, only made possible by the tax on the rich. Thank you, comrade. (laughs) Thank you for that. Um, Mr. Trentness said, would you like to talk about spirituality and its role in the future of Western civilization? Love your show. Um, Yeah. You know, maybe I will do that in my next video. I will paste that down. Because I have seen a few good videos. And if you want a fix for that right now, um, I did see that Brittany Pettibone and Faith Goldie uh, just did an hour-long video about this like three days ago. It's on Brittany's channel, so check that hmm. out. Um, Phoenix Fire 108. Matt, how can I get the story of Jakob to you? Has anyone considered if our demogra- demographics and countries fail that a white slave trade will be started? Jesus Christ. 
I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> well, um, you, you can email me at MatthewLChristensen at gmail.com, <laughs> as can anyone with a story they have to share. Beauty in the beta. That you did Thanks for supporting the show. Um, Malcolm from the North, comedians used to do each other's material and call it Joe Biden night in reference to him getting caught plagiarizing JFK speeches when he ran for president in 1988. Oh, I didn't know that. I'll have to um, look into that. Being an inarticulate mongoloid is nothing new. Hmm. Thanks. Uh, Josh D. Marshall, here's some money for beer for your vacation, Matt. Might I suggest a peculiar taste of a Bud Light? No, never. Budweiser Budweiser is banned from my household forever because of those Amy Schumer oh, yeah. and uh, I forgot about Seth that. Rogen ads. Seth, Seth Rogen, yeah. yeah. Thank you for that. Evan Thompson, um, Matt, did you receive my email pertaining to the gay wedding cake uh, baker gay coffee shop owner? Just making sure you got it. Yeah, I, repl- I responded. At least I did receive a uh, message about it. So um, unless some unless another person emailed me about it, it's possible. But yeah, I saw it and I, I, I replied. Thank you for that, El Chango. Yo, I hope you guys are having a pleasant evening. Matt, you handsome devil. Here, have some of my money. Ooh. Ooh, thank Ooh. you. Wolfcat Wildcat yeah. said, fur fag, okay, waiting for my Twitter man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should uh, just have a race among <laughs> the audience. Who can get banned first and report back? Show a screenshot for proof and get a, a prize from the show. Maybe there's a contest here I could do. Although it's pretty easy to, I mean, I, we have to have a rule of like no violence threats. You have to get banned yeah. for like the, for wrong think basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Redicus said, you'll be brought to heal Jack Dorsey. Oh, BB's back. Look at that. Uh, BB just gave us a giant donation. Thank you so much. Hey, BB. Hey guys, start your own channel as has many have. Um, you are too good to bitch about Twitter. Is she talking about us? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what she means by start your own channel or you maybe platform. Other people. Yeah. Or, or platform. Look, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I understand how this topic is probably not for everybody, but I do think this is pretty important. I mean, Twitter is, is one of the major social media networks and a method by which all of us communicate with each other on a daily basis. And I understand if yeah. you're not on Twitter and you think it's just people tweeting about food, which it kind of is sometimes <laughs> used inappropriately. It's really boring, but as a way to com- for yeah. people to communicate and on a moment's a notice, source, it's fantastic. I mean, my feed is like a like a very specifically curated. It's yeah. taken a long time for me to be getting the news that I want when I read my feed. Yeah, so what was the way I heard it described? Was Facebook is full of people um, you know in real life, but have nothing in common with. Twitter is full of people you don't know in real life, but have everything in common exactly. with. It's very yeah. true. Um, let's do a few more. Uh, Attack Alpaca said, "Hey, blonde, I recently found a YouTuber named Ash and Birdie, and I saw you left a comment mm. on one of her videos. Have you two been in touch? Completely understandable. If you'd rather not talk about it, just thought I asked. Um, actually, yes, I gave her my phone number, and we've been texting like buddies lately. So I'm gonna have her on my channel, or we're gonna have her on the podcast whenever she frees up. And I lost my streaming capabilities on my channel, so oh, yeah. <laughs> so I can't <laughs> You're do just that. Just in all for... sorts of jails. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. in. I'm in jail. When is that coming back? How long is that gonna take? Um, the end of January. Jesus. Christ. It's going to be what, like a three month ban or something? Yeah. God. And if I get yeah. another community guideline strike, then I think they shut the channel down. I think you get three, don't you? Uh, I think that the, I've, I think I've had two. No, mm-hmm. I've had one I, in the last three months. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you're good, if you're a good, good boy or a good girl, then they go away. My video about Orlando. Yeah. <sighs> um patrick was my girlfriend and i both want you to know that we are gay for matt everybody's gay for matt. 
Thank you. Appreciate it. Joel Dykeman, good chance the flag of Pakistan will be banned on Twitter, even though it is really oh, yeah. a literal parody. Yes, it definitely will. I, I bet that that's going to be one of the things they go for first. Like 4chan is good. Yeah. Uh, Spencer Vett, did you two hear about Riley Dennis, a uh, trans woman lesbian, saying that transracialism doesn't exist? Oh, yeah, Ironic. Also loved your recent video, Matt. I'll have uh, to check it out. Because to me, you have to accept them both. And if you don't, yeah. they end up in this bizarre place where they argue that race is biological <laughs> but gender is not, yeah. which is a really weird yeah. case to start making. Like it forces they have to them. accept transracialism. So I love seeing them in this bind because yeah. you know, leftist cannibalism commences. Yeah. Well, Perfect. and all of a sudden they're forced into this like race is real uh, box, but it's not, not in like a, not in a race not. realist way, but in yeah. like an opposite way. Get right. what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just fun to watch their mind try to rationalize this worldview. Yeah, and their identity issues. It's, like, yeah. it's almost like they have a mental illness or something strange. <laughs> uh, Redica said, they will not oppress us. The Kekistanis and shitposters unite. Re. Yeah, that. Uh, Stephen Hoyt, this is late Rome. I'm done. Let me off this ride. I know, man. I think that all the time. And that that's definitely contributed to me not making very many videos. Like Lately, I've been like, fuck this. <laughs> like, is there any stopping this? I don't know. I hope so. Um, let's do a few more. Sorry, you guys have been so generous. Uh, Wolfcat Wildcat, I say everyone should change their profile picture to Pepe Keck and other right-wing things. Yeah, everyone fans. should. Yeah. I agree. And the last one for right now, Frank Underwood gave us a bunch of kroner. Twitter banning everyone from the right creates a huge opportunity for Minds and Gab to take over. They're killing their own platform and not even in an election year to help the Dems. Hashtag winning. And that is something that's, mm. that's baffling me. It's like, I... As a libertarian, I always thought the most important thing for people was money, that they would always respond to financial incentives. But then I see people just blowing up their own platform, irrespective of the financial incentive to keep it alive yeah. for ideological purposes. And I'm like, yeah, why? It's, why? It's why the would same you thing with that? like the mics and the the um, MTV news of the world that we always talk about, where it's like there's massive investment in, in like the Vox. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's massive investment in the production value of these videos, but they're getting destroyed in their reception. Mm -hmm. Who is it out there that has a, a huge pile of money that says, hmm, I could use this pile of money to turn it into additional money, or I could put it into, I could sink it all into propaganda that everyone a hates. A multi-billionaire Hungarian-American <laughs> who has endless money and very time left in his life. Yeah. Very little, very little time. Oh, what? Speaking what of very, uh, you said very time, I think. Oh, sorry. Whatever. Sorry, Speaking guys. of very, very little, little time, time left, uh, Kathy Griffin's coming up in a little bit. Uh, but, but first we got to, are we ready to move on? Or we, uh, we have so many more, but we should just go okay. to the next segment. Hold them off for a second. Uh, we'll get to this Joe Biden thing. People heard it in the intro and we've heard some super chatters about it. So Joe Biden appears on the Today Show on Monday morning, and he's doing some sort of Q&A, audience question thing. And there's a question from the audience about Democratic gun control policies in light of what happened uh, in Texas. So it's only about a minute long, the original statement. I'm just going to play it through, and then we can break it down. I honestly have no idea what he's saying. I, I've tried to understand his argument. It's one thing if I think the argument's bad and I don't agree with it. I honestly don't even understand his argument. So if you think you can frame it up, let me know. Um, but here's Joe Biden. We have Republicans, Democrats, people from all walks of life. We have Brianna with a question about gun control. Hello. Um, so with the tragedy that just happened in Texas, my question is, how do you justify the Democratic view on gun control when the shooter was stopped by a man who was legally licensed to carry a gun? 
Well, first of all, uh, the kind of gun being carried, he shouldn't be carrying. Uh, assault weapons are... Uh, I, I, I wrote the first, the last serious gun control law that was written. It was law for 10 years, and it outlawed assault weapons, and it outlawed weapons with magazines that had a whole lot of bullets, and so you can kill a whole lot of people a lot more quickly, number one. Number two, it's just rational to say certain people shouldn't have guns. Now, the fact that some people with guns are legally able to acquire a gun and they turn out to be crazy after the fact, that's, that's life. There's nothing you can do about that. But we can save a lot of lives and we've stopped tens of thousands of people from getting guns who shouldn't have guns. All right, we're going to move. Huh. Okay, so, so that's the first part of what I want to share. Now, Biden got in a lot of trouble I shouldn't say a lot of trouble. He faced a lot of criticism for people interpreting what he said to mean that Stephen Williford, Santa Claus man, your guy, tearjerker Stephen Williford, that and my guy too. I love that interview. Shut but, up, uh, God. <laughs> don't don't bring it up; it'll just be tears for the rest of the show. <laughs> people interpreted what Biden said when he said, um, first of all, the kind of gun being carried he shouldn't be carrying. They interpreted that as applying to Williford, the yes. hero. And I will say, the first time I heard it, I, it did sound like he was referring to Williford. But now listening back to it, he, I think he's clearly referring to um, the shooter. But yes. weren't they both using the, the same kind of assault weapon? It was an Functionally. AR. Uh, yeah. So so Kelly had a Ruger 5.56, AR 5.56. Uh, Williford had, as far as I understand, a standard AR 15. Uh, functionally the same firearm. No real difference there. Uh, and I, I'm with you. After listening back to it, I, I don't think he's saying Williford, the hero, should not have had the right. gun. He's saying Devin Kelly, the bad guy, should not have had yeah. the gun. Um, but as you pointed out, uh, they, they, they had functionally the same gun. And then he goes into this, this, um, this bit about the assault weapons ban, which was in effect 94 to 2004, I believe. Uh, and under that, there, there was a reduction in legal magazine capacity. So both of these rifles, at least I'm assuming with whatever setup they had, had 30 round magazines. Under the assault weapons ban prior, they would have been limited to 10 round magazines. But I haven't seen any evidence necessarily that 10 round magazines would have limited Kelly, I don't think he was even met. I don't think he even met resistance in the church. No. And, and he, if you're a firearms expert, which most of these mass shooters tend to be, you'll just learn how to change your magazines really fast. Yeah. I mean, as, and as far as I, so as, as far as I saw in the reporting, he was basically unchallenged and it was, it was, um, Williford who challenged him, you uh -huh. know? So he, <laughs> I don't think he sufficiently I, answered this question. Right. So the question that, that was the problem. I don't, I don't even understand what he's arguing necessarily because he goes into the second part where he says it's just rational to say certain people shouldn't have guns. Now, the fact that some people with guns are legally able to acquire a gun and they turn out to be crazy after the fact, that's life. There's nothing you can do about that, but we can save a lot of lives and we've stopped tens of thousands of people from getting guns who shouldn't have guns. So, But that wasn't about, the case with Kelly. So... Yeah, there was a... There was a bizarre lapse in the law, and at least in theory, as the current laws are structured, he should have been banned, not for crazy yeah, reasons, yeah. but because he beat his wife and his I child. guess my confusion here is I, I didn't understand if he was trying to apply this specifically to the Texas shooting or if he was speaking in generalities about other shootings. To yeah. me, it sounded like he was trying to make a broad characterization of this Texas shooting, which was just completely incorrect. But maybe he was speaking more generally, and I just have... 
taking it the wrong way. Well, I don't understand. Even if you're speaking more generally, he's granting that crazies will get guns. He says that that's life. Some people will buy a gun, go crazy, yeah, kill yeah. people. And he's admitting that the legislation exists. I guess, although he's saying I I was part of the assault weapons ban of a you know two dec or a decade ago or whatever two decades ago, and that would have had some effect on this. So he, I mean, I guess is that he wants what he that. was saying though? <laughs> You'd have to ask Uncle Joe. Uh, but so he's saying the crazies will get guns, but then seems to say that banning guns is effective with the assault <laughs> weapons ban. So if we grant the premise that armed crazy people are a threat, the 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 point of her question is why shouldn't sane and law-abiding people be mm -hmm. able to arm themselves in defense from those crazies who you say will get weapons regardless? Mm -hmm. I, I, I straight up have no idea what he means. I could not describe to you his argument if I tried. I can't. Did he even mention Stephen Wilford in his response to that question about Stephen Wilford? I think, well, that depends on how you interpret his statement that the type of gun he was carrying, the type of gun being carried, he shouldn't be carrying. That wasn't that. No, he definitely had to be talking about the shooter. So I think he answered that question in such a roundabout way that he never again mentioned that Stephen Wilford, a responsible gun owning NRA you know, yeah. app kid, stop this. So I was trying to figure out what he was saying. And I was looking back at, I was just looking at what he had said and some people's interpretations of this and what Biden had said previously. Apparently this was a pretty big clip that came out in 2013 he had an interview with parents magazine and you heard that shotgun quote just buy a shotgun just buy a shotgun <laughs> this is what he had to say then he gets an interview from parents magazine about parents wanting to protect their children and their families well, over here with kate ernest has the next question she asks do you believe that banning certain weapons and high capacity magazines will mean that law-abiding citizens will then become more of a target to criminals as we will have no way to sufficiently protect ourselves. <laughs> is this Parents again. Magazine? It is. I have Parents <laughs> Magazine at home. I've never heard anybody in Parents Magazine ask these kinds of questions, but I'm delighted to answer them. If you want to protect yourself, get a double-barrel shotgun, have the shells, a 12-gauge shotgun, and I promise you, as I told my wife, I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony here or walk out put that double barrel shotgun and fire two blasts outside the house. I promise you, who's ever coming in is not gonna, you don't need an AR-15. It's harder to aim, it's harder to use, and in fact, you don't need 30 rounds to protect yourself. Buy a shotgun, buy a shotgun. <laughs> so he's, his family's, they're, they're gun owners? Is that what apparently they have at least one double barreled shotgun at the Biden household in Delaware. Some of that was true. I mean, there's going to be less precision involved, but it's also true that Stephen Williford probably would have not been able to make that shot with a shotgun. S Stephen Williford needed precision. He needed precision, you, right? You it's recall just, it's he hit between spray, the armor, right? yeah, he armor hit plates. The armor, yeah. So what you're talking, I mean, unless you've got slugs in your shotgun or something, what you're talking about is buckshot. You're talking about a spray of pellets. Yeah. And to your point, if someone invaded my home, and I were to choose a firearm with which to defend myself, I would take a shotgun in my home. Mm -hmm. But in a situation like Stephen Williford's, where there is some sort of attacker in your community out harming other people, and he's at a distance away and you need precision, yep. then absolutely you need the type of firearm that, that Williford had. Uh, <laughs> but the funny thing, well, I love the way Biden responds to this question. Like, what is this? This is parents magazine. And you're asking me about protecting children. What kind of nonsense is that? <laughs> but then, uh, but, um, 
but his answer, oh, I tell my wife, just go out on the porch and fire a couple 12 gauge, uh, you know, uh, fire a couple rounds into the air. I wasn't expecting you to say that. <laughs> yeah, it's also not legal. It's also not legal. Uh, you can't just fire your gun into the street right outside your No, <laughs> I would get definitely, let me find the, um, the article here. Uh, yeah, this is from 2013. Joe Biden's shotgun advice could land Jill Biden in jail. <laughs> They spoke to uh, the, the, whoever was writing this for U.S. Uh, News and World Report spoke to some law enforcement individuals. A sergeant with the Wilmington, Delaware Police Department explained to U.S. News that city residents are not allowed to fire guns on their property. The sergeant, who preferred not to be identified, said that Wilmington residents are also not allowed to shoot trespassers on your property. You can't shoot someone. Uh, you can't just shoot someone, he said. You have to really feel that your life is being threatened. And I was looking at this before the show. Indeed, there was a case out of Florida in which a wife who had been abused by her husband previously, physically, fired a warning shot at her husband in 2012, I think it was. That was not deemed self-defense. And she went to jail. She just got out. This I think, was in she... Florida. I remember yeah. that. So you this. can't yeah. just fire warning shots. I yeah. mean, it depends on what your state. I don't know how how it applies in every state but as a general rule like if there's a bunch of criminals outside my house looking like they're up to no but good in I can't... your house in what situation is somebody some intruder going to be in your house when your life is not at risk it, like how could varies. you possibly assess that correctly like well, if someone crazy. if a stranger's in my house like I, i'm gonna kill him because yeah i mean in some states life... you have to have some sort of belief that they're going to commit certain act or that your life is in well, immediate breaking dangers. and entering isn't enough yeah i mean as far as i'm concerned um the minute you illegally enter someone else's home, you've put your own life in danger. And yeah. I think as Steven Crowder says, you have forfeited your right to life. I'm yeah. not happy if somebody gets killed, of yeah, course, yeah. but I, I'm not, do you remember there was this case? What was it? Where did that happen? There were some teens who put on a bunch of, they put on ski masks and stuff and they broke into a guy's house and he, he shot was, them he dead. He was Vietnam or like ex, you know, he was a veteran and uh, he had all these PTSD issues. And so he had been, they had been staking the house. Like it was, it was a high school girl. She stole a bunch of like his military clothes, was wearing them around. And this was the third time they had broken in and they just broke in. He knew that they were teenagers and he just shot them both in the head. Yeah. And the audio only, was recorded. I've heard it. It's horrible. If it's the same case I'm thinking of, these teens were only armed with knives. And then the grandfather of one of the teens came out and said well it's so unfair the guy had a rifle and the only thing they had was a knife you shouldn't have killed them and it's like sorry dude i i'm very sympathetic for your loss grandpa that's not cool i would I'm not, not i don't know like the guy seemed like a sociopath when that audio he just kills them viciously and then talks about how good it felt in the audio but these people knew that he was a vietnam vet it's like what the fuck are you doing when you're 16 thinking that you're not going to get killed breaking into somebody's yeah, house. Yeah, you can't, you can't, can't invade someone's home and then complain how you weren't treated kindly. It's just I not know. the way the world yeah. works. I'm sorry. And uh, especially people have families, children to protect, whatever to protect. You, you can't, you have to make a decision in, at a moment's notice. Mm -hmm. And you're putting people, you're, you're forcing them to decide between uh, being generous with an unknown attacker in your home or protecting the livelihood of your family. Yep. Sorry if they pull the trigger, but that's the spot you put them in. And you have to think if you're robbing somebody that you are weighing the risk that somebody's going to think that you're like a murderous intruder and you're going to get killed. Yeah. And to Joe Biden's point, I, I wish he would explain how he thinks the magazine capacity issue would would um, would have meaningful impact in Texas. Like in Joe Biden's mind, presumably, I don't want to mischaracterize him. I wish he'd explain it more so I didn't have to. 
But he's going to say, well, 10 round magazines, that's just common sense. That's just sensible. That's what you use for hunting. That's what you use for sporting. That's what you use for whatever. And 30 round magazines, those crazy 30 round magazines that come stock on the weapon, those are for crazy killers and insane people and stuff. I just like, what's the number? Is is 15? Let's say we had 15 round magazines. Is you that could do some damage? I mean, it's all arbitrary. I think. Right. If ten, if ten is safe, why why isn't like I don't know why 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 isn't three safer? Why don't we just ban it at three? What is fifteen a kind of crazy person? Thirty is a full crazy person. Ten's a sane person. Is twenty like a, a rebel? Twenty is like a, <laughs> a person, a Kathy Griffin person losing her mind. I don't. I just I don't understand. I don't understand these lines that they draw. They're arbitrary. And I can't, I can't remember how many mags the, the there was a report on how many mags De, uh, Devin Kelly in, in Texas actually went through. And it was a lot. Like he yeah. burned through a lot of magazines, fired a lot of rounds. But the reason but, they don't specify is because it, it needs to be arbitrary. This is not their objective. Their objective is to strangle gun control to, or, you know, gun ownership to the point where it's nearly impossible for your average law abiding citizen to get a gun. That's what they did in uh, a lot of these countries that have strict gun control. It yeah. wasn't like all at once in every country. It was very gradual by doing things like this. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I just want them. I just would like an explanation about how this specifically would stop that event. I don't know. Maybe that's too much to ask. You know, it is. Prob- I'll probably never get it. But uh, but yeah, that's that's probably enough. I, I can't try to understand Joe Biden any more than <laughs> any more than that. It's probably I've spent oh several goodness. hours thinking about it today. So um, we should probably hop back into some super chat. I think we have is Kathy Griffin up next. Is that what we're gonna? We got Shapiro. Oh, oh. I want to do Shapiro, then the Sky Phallus, then Kathy Griffin. But Shapiro and the Sky Phallus, we can do really quickly. Those are pretty brief. Okay, okay. Uh, Gabriel Lopez said, Jack is a faggot. Oh, this is the first time oh, yeah, for Jack Twitter. has become the resident faggot. Um, yeah. On seeing the mediocre, they should just create a red checkmark class for people they begrudgingly verify. <laughs> yes, there it <laughs> is. It's fair compromise. We want to be the red checks. Um, Lee Wilson, you said it blonde. We all need to leave Twitter. Let the platform collapse on its own PC bullshit. You know, I would love to do that. I thought about it tons, but it's just... I guess we're just going to ride it till the wheels fall off. I don't really know what to do yeah. about Twitter. I mean, well, the, the fun thing about Twitter is you do have all these idiots on there too. And it's fun to interact with them. It really is. You know, that's like, half the fun. I just troll people all day and it's so fun. It's so yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, let's see. Meek said, why is Twitter so concerned with deplatforming conservatives when ISIS is on there freely recruiting members and training terrorists? Because they hate white people so much that they would rather side with a Muslim terrorist organization. I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, that's the truth in the matter. Hmm. Uh, Redica said, Green, Constantine, the mediocre. Huh? Oh, for, for Constantine's verification badge? Oh, he said oh, red, gotcha. but this, this person says green. Oh, gotcha. Um, Mark K said, uh, Matt, I hope you remember this. Ride the dick of hate. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that quote. There was some guy who, I made a video about it a long time ago when I was still doing like video game commentary. There was some guy who committed a crime, like beat his family or something and got ripped on social media for it. Like he was actually a piece of crap. But then his quote in response was that everyone was riding the dick of hate. (laughs) And uh, I just, I remember that phrase being really funny, but I can't remember exactly the story, but ride the dick of hate is a funny phrase. Uh, then he said, blonde, good to see you smiling. Been watching for a while. My first donation, probably not my last unless there is no show next Sunday. <laughs> sorry. Well, there, it's, yeah, sorry. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, look, I, we're just going to take a weekend off. 
<laughs> once a year. Once a year. Uh, blippity blue. Twitter should make much more concerned. Twitter should be much more concerned about giving the average dumbass a voice. That's the uh, that's the best thing of all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably true. Um, David Richardson, I'm just going to post, enjoy your echo chamber and leave. Yeah, really. It is. We are going to get pushed on a on the platforms where we're with more ideologically like-minded people. Yeah, and I don't want that. I don't, I don't want, want that like I need the conservative libertarian Twitter and then yeah. lefty Twitter. I don't, I don't want, want that. Either. A donation for Matt Palumbo. Um, no note. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Matt. Uh, Lalo Matt, you'll hi. recall, is a former guest of the show. Remember he debated Ghazi Kodzo? Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. And Gavin's channel, yeah. yeah. Thank uh, you, Lalo said, hi from Sydney. At my uni, there was a hate crime reported. It was cleaning staff removing vote yes, marriage equality, stickers from a lecture hall door. Hmm. <laughs> it was the most minimum effort fake hate crime. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, boy. Um, Rick Moranis said, Rick Moranis. Uh, remember, guys, Google is logging and archiving all of this, including Super Chat. We are already on the deplorable. Yeah, there's there's no hiding from it. What are they going to do? They're going to bust into my home in the middle of the night because I said the wrong things. Yeah. Cool, Google. Uh, another Brian, another platform will rise. Uh, yes, know. it will. Brian Gaston said, on the bright side, all the censorship on the major platforms really just goes to show leftist arguments don't stand up serious scrutiny yeah. or debate. And yeah. that is so true. 100%. Absolutely true. Yeah, Matt tried to debate somebody uh, the other day, and he was like, "I need to ask my editor first. It was like, "Oh yeah, some... he'll rip me on Twitter for two hours." But then when it's you know when you ask, "Could we just have a conversation on my channel for an hour instead of this?" No. Well, I need authorization from this website. <laughs> Nobody reads. No, you don't. God. Um, Dada Man said, "Super Bowl is only months away. Thoughts on the possibility of players kneeling at the biggest sporting event? Do they ever want oh, people boy. to watch football again?" Yeah, that, that that would be. Oof. I don't think the so NFL is gonna. Would recover from. I don't think right. they're gonna recover from what already happened. It better be everybody on their feet and hand over hearts and you know stars and stripes shooting out of their eyeballs, or people are gonna be like, "Fuck football forever." Yeah, it would piss too many people off. I if they let that happen, oh boy, that'll be interesting to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um. Redicus said, fuck this cunt. The assault weapons ban was a bullshit law that only affected cosmetic changes. It only attacked guns that are the lowest rate of deaths. Fuck Biden with a spiked flash hider. Yikes. Yeah. And to be clear, the assault weapons ban would not have banned either of those right. rifles. It's just it would have said things like if you put, you know, if you put your chainsaw bayonet and two other things on there, then it's banned, not chainsaw. You know what I mean? Like he real gun attachments. Start attaching things, then it's banned, even though it's a func functionally the same weapon. Yeah. What Biden seems to care about is the magazine capacity, which uh, I just, I don't know. Go on YouTube. What really persuaded me about this, um, about magazine capacity things, back before I knew more about firearms, go on YouTube and just watch gun experts and how quickly they go through changing their mags and reloading their weapons and how, and there was like the, like the, the, the gun guys who can shoot um, revolvers at like insane pace, wild West pace. Uh, you know, but it, there, there are ways around each and every one of these things, each and every one of these weapon attachments. Yeah. It's probably only delaying them like a fraction of a second. I mean, how fast do you think they can, they can change it out? Less than the magazine. Second, oh yeah. Super fast. Yeah. Incredibly fast. Um, Tyler Robinald said, Biden sounded like he wasn't coached at all in his response. His opinion on assault rifles doesn't translate to facts. Yeah, that's what I got too. I was like, this guy, I, I don't know very much about guns, but I was like, this dude doesn't know shit about what he's talking about. Nonsensical. Buy um, a shotgun. Buy a yeah, shotgun. Really. Although that was pretty sound <laughs> advice. It is the best thing for home defense. 
Yeah, but he's saying you don't need that kind of gun, so buy a yeah, shotgun. Yeah, I agree with the reason surrounding it, but you know, factually, what he said about about home defense and gun ownership. Was, if I could only have one firearm for home you'd defense, you'd pick a twelve gauge. You would. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Uh, David Alexander said, "Hey, blonde, have you checked out Darcy Lynn Farmer on YouTube? Something make you smile in this dark time? No, I haven't, but I will do my best to commit that to memory." in my marijuana addled brain and try <laughs> try to look it up after the show. Um, BB said, Matt, swear to God, you had the same conversation before on Joe Biden. Look back on your videos. Do you ever get repeat stuff where, where you're like, I don't think I've talked about like, Joe before. I don't think so. I think I've seen all your videos and it doesn't ring a bell for me. I mean, I've talked about gun control issues prior, but I don't think I've ever talked about Joe. Sorry, BB. So um, I don't know if you have a link for me, send me the link. Then it's the evidence. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Josh D. Marshall said, breaking and entering should be enough to warrant self-defense via gunfire. Yeah. And that's the law in Montana and a variety of other states, no? Uh, I don't know exactly what the law is here off the top of my head. And don't you I know have the castle doctrine or something like that? It's basically like if somebody enters your property and you have even yeah. reasonable belief that they're committing a crime, you can kill them. away. Yeah, totally. Which entering your home is, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to overstep my authority here because I'm not exactly sure what's what's. Uh, acceptable and what's not you know what bb might be talking about is uh we did play remember back when we played those creepy joe biden clips a while back of him like inappropriately touching people that was the last time i think we talked about joe biden but that was in like that was in the winter uh, no i actually don't i don't, I don't remember that. yeah, like, it, was yeah a, but I, <laughs> it was a long time ago it might have, I, I, we had a guest for that show too but it's been a while uh last one for right now is steven suarez y'all hear of joe horn shooting I did no. a guy named Jay Horn once. I hope it's not him. He shot Crazy. burglars stealing from a neighbor and they came on his lawn. I want a neighbor like that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And that's um that's good for right now. Let's, okay. let's save this for later. Let's hop into uh Ben Shapiro at UCLA. So Ben Shapiro speaks at UCLA on Tuesday. There's this street interviewer named Austin Fletcher, and he goes by Fleckus online. And I have not previously seen material from this character. But that's I really, off to him though. Yeah. I really liked what I saw, and I thought not only is it good because of the comedy of the people he's speaking to, but he has a certain style about doing this that is is quite good. And uh, there's just not a lot of people covering these protests with good quality equipment, you know, so you get good video, good audio. Uh, this guy seems to be doing a good job of that. And so, um, so that's why I wanted to highlight this. So these are some of the protesters on scene. This is Tuesday night in, uh, in Los Angeles. Hey guys, it's fucking. Yeah. If you can't hear, it isn't a debate when you're just spreading hate. That was one Ben of the Shapiro chants. is who they're referring to here. Correct. Yes. Oh, this week we're at UCLA where Ben Shapiro's giving a speech, and some UCLA kids are not happy about it. They closed it because they were afraid of security reasons because of the protesters. And so we decided, okay, let's just make our exit. And we came this way instead of going the other way, and I got bombarded by a lot of hate. I saw a guy with a sign that said, Nazis and um, Ben Shapiro's Jewish. He should come and talk. We need to know the ignorance in the country. We need to know what you guys believe. Definitely. Exactly. What's some of the ignorance that Ben Shapiro said or done that you don't like? Nope. <laughs> I mean, obviously in my research, I looked at more of his bigoted things. Um, so I don't know what his other policies are. I certainly don't it's agree so with his stances on abortion, access to abortion. I don't agree with his, um, his stance on um, Arabs, which is really just blatantly racist. I mean, look at his tweets. It isn't a debate when you're just spreading hate. Is it a debate when you're just spreading hate? Find oh, out tonight. Do you think Ben Shapiro should be able to go wait, back okay. a little bit? I gotta... Which guy? 
Um, he is this guy. He's cut off on the right, on the far right. But I'm oh, fairly. Is it certain. like the Asian guy who's yelling a lot? Yeah, or? yeah. Oh, oh, I don't recognize him. Was he? No, in no, Cleveland? he's cut off. He's all the way on the right of the of the screen right now. Oh, it's not okay. Tonight, it's it's cool. I'm, I, I mean, am well, fairly. If it's serious. that guy, then he appears in a couple spots. No, no, no. It's it's not that. It's this dude on the on the left, not all the way to the left, right here. But I've seen him in other protests footage, um, at least, and I'm pretty sure I saw him at the RNC. Hmm. Yeah, I don't recognize anybody. Ah, damn, unfortunately. Damn. Okay, sorry. Guys. When you're just spreading hate. Is it a debate when you're just spreading hate? Find out tonight. Do you think Ben Shapiro should be able to speak tonight or no? No, I don't think. I don't what? think he should be able to speak. Ben Shapiro incites hate speech. He does not incite free speech. Come up. This guy. Ben Shapiro. And Smiley Nablin. Just yeah, because someone's wearing your suit. Just because someone is some, looks like Richard Spencer. And they have a haircut like a, like a basically like, like a Hitler youth. That doesn't mean they're right. In the name of humanity! In the name of humanity! In the name of humanity! It's the Donald Trump is worse than Hitler girl. Transphobia. What do you want me to say to here? Let's okay. find out where. I'm exasperated. I, I can't deal with these people anymore. <laughs> well, it's it's funny to observe right off the bat, you know, who gets harassed. A black woman, a woman of color. And then, of course, they're saying, fuck this Jewish guy. Fuck Ben Shapiro. Fuck. Yeah. They don't say fuck that Jew, but that's sort of what they're saying. Uh, you know, what happened to protecting minorities? I thought that was the their bit. I thought that was their shtick. Apparently not. Uh, and I love this bit. It isn't a debate when you're just spreading hate. Well, it's very convenient when you get to define what hate is and then just dismiss it. Yeah, yeah. So mm. you can't debate about anything hateful. It falls outside of the realm of what is actually debatable. Is that their their argument here? Yes, and also they get to define those uh, boundaries. Awesome. I'm totally yeah. <laughs> on board with a bunch of Marxists defining what I can and can't say and yes. what can and can't be debated. A bunch of like 20-year-old minority marxists awesome yep i thought this was america the the part where the guy says i don't agree with quote his stance on arabs and quote <laughs> does he mean I, like because he's jewish or be, i don't know if he's talking about some things ben has said about islamic terrorists i listen to ben's show pretty much every day never heard him take a stance on arabs that's not I don't know what Ben's hot take on Arabs is. So if you get into one of his events and you're able to ask a question, or if you're a subscriber to The Daily Wire and you get to ask him a question on his show, ask him, hey, ah. I heard you got a take on Arabs. Can you please well, I, explain it you're again? You're saying that you think that that was probably related to something he had said about terrorism, but I took that. I thought that that was pretty anti-Semitic. I thought oh, that so that you was, think just, yeah. I mean, that's another interpretation. I thought he was opining on the Israel-Palestine conflict, it's, but yeah. perhaps he wasn't even thinking that that deep, and he was just talking about terrorism. I mean, that's a fair interpretation, too. Because... These kids sound like idiots. I mean, like, really dumb, though. Like, did you see yeah. that black guy with the hipster glasses that, like, looked dumbfounded? Like, he had never heard anything Ben Shapiro had ever said before, and he's like, fuck, I am caught on this. Yeah, and here I am and can't explain why I'm here. That's really embarrassing. The, uh, <laughs> The guy yelling, just because someone wears a suit doesn't mean they're right. Yeah, we agree. Everyone agrees on that. That's why we should listen to him speak to decide if he's right or not. I wouldn't judge if a person is right or not based on attire. Yeah. I mean, I'd still yeah. listen to Ben Shapiro sometimes if he's like wearing a T-shirt, right? But who, who? it's weird that he, he, he brought that up. It's like, when has anyone ever said, hey, that man is right. He's wearing a suit after all. No one, what? No one said that. I don't know. Maybe he's saying he's some kind of authority figure. That's what that means. Okay. Well, maybe he's wrong. Let's go listen to him and, uh, and find out. It's pretty simple. 
anyway, and, and I just want to say again, props to Austin Fletcher. Maybe we'll get to speak with him at some point. I'd like to. Kept um, is cool. We know that's hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I subscribe to him after seeing this. I look forward to seeing more of his stuff. Uh, and I can vouch from the brief experience that we had, it is really hard to do effective street interviews, especially with people who think that you're hostile, yeah. whether you are or not. And so for him to do it effectively and to keep kind of a good attitude and crack a few jokes, I really appreciated his style and I appreciated the footage he was able to gather that you don't see stuff like that on, um, on, you know, local news networks or whatever. They'll just say there was a protest and they'll show some signs and try to characterize them as peaceful and happy and whatever, but they're not, they have terrible ideas. Just like we should listen to Ben and decide if his ideas are good or not. We should listen to these people and decide if their ideas are good or not. And that's what he's bringing. And that's what he lets everybody do. And I appreciate that. And I do even appreciate that one hostile black chick that said that. Like, let's let him speak so we can see how dumb he is. Like, well, she okay. was right about that. She right about she that. couldn't explain why explain what she why, thinks he's yeah. wrong. Like, about. you're so she's close. Just, you're right there. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I'm not. I'm not talking to you. Okay. So I, I will link that if people are unfamiliar with Flaccus's work and you can go, uh, you can go check it out. And uh, I look forward to more stuff coming from him. I'm going to be quick with the Sky Phallus story because it's not, it's not too complicated. This was... Uh, just a weird story to um to come up this week. It's, weird. I this I hate to even admit this, but this made my week. I must have okay. laughed for like five minutes about this. It made me another one of those things made me proud to be an American. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I hope this Navy pilot. I, I I was gonna say I hope he was drinking a beer. That's probably irresponsible. But I just want him to have the most American experience possible because. Odds are he's not going to be doing many more of these flying missions for a while, I would no, assume. No, no. I'm sure he's in deep shit. But I just want him to know if he's listening that it made me laugh and I really appreciated that this week. Yeah. I mean, there's been... I follow a lot of libertarian pages and stuff on Facebook and there was a lot of commentary about, look at this government waste. Are you mad about your taxes and stuff? And it's like, eh, I'm kind of okay with tax yeah. money going to this one. I, I don't have a huge problem with this one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> just because of the laughs. I mean, I feel like I at least got a return for my contribution in the laughs. <laughs> yeah. So if you can't see, there is the Sky Phallus. This is over, this is in north central Washington. So kind of between Seattle and Spokane. It's called, uh, is it Okanogan County? I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, but yes, there was a giant sky dick over Okanogan County on Thursday. People took pictures of this, posted on social media. They contacted the FAA and the Navy, and the U.S. Navy confirmed. This is Lieutenant Commander Leslie Hubble speaking to media. U.S. Navy air crew fry, flying an, F, an uh, F-A-18 Growler. Sorry if I get my terms incorrect, but F-A-18 Growler assigned to Electronic Attack Squadron 130 based at Naval Air Station Whidbey or Whidbey Island, Washington, flew an air pattern over Okanogan County, Washington on Thursday, November 16th that left a condensed air trail resembling an obscene image to observers on the ground. Uh, Navy Air Boss Admiral Mike Shoemaker uh, issued a sharp rebuke of the crew's actions and emphasized the service's commitment to foster an environment of dignity and respect. Sophomoric and immature antics of a sexual nature have no place oh. in naval aviation today. Sounds a lot like our um, Air Force guy from last week, you know? No place in the force. You need to get out, Shoemaker said in a, wit a written statement. Uh, this event clearly stands in stark contrast to our to the way our aviators and sailors are performing with utmost professionalism, discipline, and excellence from our carrier flight decks and expeditionary airfields around the world today. 
there's one more quote from uh, that lieutenant commander. The actions of this air crew were wholly unacceptable and antithetical to Navy Corps values. We have grounded the air crew and are conducting a thorough investigation, and we will hold those responsible accountable for their actions. The Navy apologizes for this irresponsible and immature act. Some locals were offended. One mom complained to local news that she might have to explain to her young children what the drawings were. I don't know about that. I don't know. Are any of your young children boys? That'd be pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, you could just, you could just say you don't know, or I don't know. I think it's a a bird. What do you think it looks like? I mean, (laughs) kids are imaginative. They can make it up. I'd just be like, that's a giant sky penis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, using it as an opportunity. You Birds don't have in the to lie to your kids. Come on. <laughs> uh, the the news station also contacted the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration, whoever oversees you know governs uh, flights and uh, flight traffic in the U.S. Said unless the act poses a safety risk, risk, there's nothing they can do about it. So they don't. <laughs> the FAA does not regulate sky messages, sky drawings. Uh, there was a great. Did you see this short piece from the local news in Spokane about this, this video piece? I don't think so. It just describes what happened, but the end of it I thought was noteworthy because it's really dumb. So this is local news out of We've been Spokane. taking calls and social messages about obscene sky drawings seen near Okanagan County today. We're deliberately not showing you those drawings because they're <laughs> offensive. So we called the FAA and the Navy to find out if they knew anything about them. And we just learned from the Navy the aircraft that did this are based at the Naval Air Station in Whidbey Island in western Washington. The Navy statement says the Navy holds its air crew to the highest standards and we find this absolutely unacceptable of zero training value and we are holding the crew accountable, end quote. We've got more details on this story on Krem.com right now. It's one of the strangest stories we've told you about in quite some time, and it sounds like the pilots have some splaining to do. <laughs> I mean, who's thinking, you know, up in the sky? No one's going to see that. A lot of people did, it turns out. A lot out. of people did. What? Exactly. Like, No, the whole point was put it up in the sky so, so everyone see sees it. it. It required precision flying. He didn't yeah. just, like, you know, project it into the sky. That guy's like, all right, I'm going to draw it giant sky dick today and it's gonna so be that awesome everyone sees so that it everyone sees it yeah. and her take is well how did he think that no one would see it no <laughs> th- he, what that was the point so that everyone would see it oh boy if he was trying to hide it why did he draw a giant <laughs> penis in the sky well he wasn't trying to hide it you crazy lady and then the guy just agrees with her yeah well, I, I don't know why i don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> all right oh, so that's the story on the uh, the Great Sky Phallus of 2017. We got three things left. We got Kathy Griffin. We got this case of the uh, the Ohio State rep resigning after being caught having gay sex in his office, and then we got this woman with the fuck Trump truck decal. You want to think we can get through Kathy Griffin before we take another break? Sure, let's do it. This okay. one really fired me up enough today that I actually wrote her a private message on YouTube. (laughs) Speaking of keeping children away from images, they shouldn't be forced to see (laughs) or they shouldn't see, uh, you know, this is a parental discretion advisory here. I almost robbed you of that excellent transition. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I know how a lot of children love our show. It's a big family gathering. That's yeah. So, you know, send the kids to the other room and look away. This is Kathy Griffin, who you'll recall burned down her whole career or whatever her career was earlier in the year for holding up that fake Trump head, that bloody Trump head and everyone, even, (laughs) even all the blue checks on Twitter were like, whoa, too far, too far. That's crazy. 
And now she's back. She's on her world tour in Europe currently. Who's when uh, Europeans are going to Kathy Griffin? Like, who's saying that? She was in Vienna last night or today or at some point. She posted this video yesterday. She was in Vienna and she's saying basically there's a huge Hollywood conspiracy to blacklist her. And also she calls out Lena Dunham bizarrely. And also she looks like an elf character from a medieval RPG. It's me, Kathy Griffin, and I'm doing um, what I call a State of the Union YouTube video. Yeah. All right, so what I want to address today is I'm getting a lot of online hate from trolls who think I've lost my mind. I'm admitting I lost my mind. It's what made me a star in the first place. As far as what we're going through and hoping this is a turning point for yeah. feminism and women's equality, I just want you to know that at 57, for me, it's not a marathon. It's a she looks I don't have a lot of time. Two hundred years old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and I remembered my joke. I said she looks like Peter Pan with progeria. Ah, okay. Boom. Yeah, there's some good facepalm. Had a really good our friend facepalm reality had a really good one. I'll share after this too. But go go to the YouTube video. Read the comments. There's just people having just a million classic comments upvoted. You look like X, <laughs> and they're all really funny. They're all really funny. Okay, so she's going to throw Lena Dunham under the bus first. To be patient, I read today that my pal Lena Dunham is sticking up for some male writer that was accused of sexual harassment. I don't know the details, but my first instinct is, girl, that's not helping the movement. I just want you guys to know, I'm fully in the middle of a blacklist. Like, I am oh. in the middle of a Hollywood blacklist. It is real. <laughs> I am not booked on any talk shows. I'm selling tickets worldwide, which is really hard when you don't have any kind of a television platform. When I get home, I do not have one single day of paid work in front of me. People that want me to go back <laughs> and start in clubs and do 10 minutes again, I don't mean to be an asshole, but no, I'm not going to do that. I've worked oh, way too hard. She says this on multiple occasions. I won't do the things that are available to me because I'm above it. No, it's the free market. You'll take the jobs that you can get and be happy that anybody's employing you because you're an ancient woman that isn't funny. Look at this frame, too. What an unfortunate frame to be frozen on. I mean, if um, caption that she image did shake like her head, I think because her sister has cancer or something. OK, OK. I figured there was probably a, a reason situation. I figured there was probably know. a reason that said doesn't make this a good frame. <laughs> we can understand why it exists. But you're also in the business of show business, business of show. So things to think about before adopting this look, you know, uh, if you wanted to caption this, I think I will do X for 20 bucks would be a good place to start. <laughs> fill in the blank with fill in X with funny oh, things. I can't wait to read our comment section on this. <laughs> yeah. To go back and work for free and do the club scene again because this is some bullshit because I've been blacklisted. I actually got another fundraising email from the great Norman Lear and I just had to write back and go, yeah, none of you can ask me for money anymore. And I still say the end goal is for younger women and younger LGBT folks or disenfranchised people of any kind can watch me survive and with a sense of humor. It's going to be hard when I go home and I don't have one show in my future. So no, I don't do, I know I'm being an asshole, but no, I don't want to do free shows. I don't want to do someone's 50 person club. I did that for decades. Oh. I think I should be able to get my life back. So I know I took a picture that offended a lot of people, but this wall of crap has never fallen on any woman in the history oh. of America like it has there on it is. But I still am so excited to hit the stage tonight. 
and I would love to be on a television show and I want to be paid what the guys are paid. So that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. I would like a million dollar super chat. Yeah. So would uh, I. I don't think it's going to happen though. And we deserve it because we did the club scene for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> We've been streaming this for a year and you guys aren't paying us enough Two for years. It. Two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we won't go back. <laughs> we won't go back. It's, you, know, it's, you you have the subs you earn. I mean, yeah. YouTube is a is a fair analogy here. I've worked hard enough for two hundred thousand subs. No, you haven't, because you'd have them if you earned them. Exactly. There's a YouTube yeah. blacklist against me, or I could work harder, try to get to the top. Maybe yeah. I will. Maybe I won't. Yeah. When I make crappy videos, I get fewer subs. Or when I have like two weeks in between videos, I also get fewer subs. It's entirely based on what I'm doing. <laughs> Hollywood's got it to some degree, be the same way. Yeah. It's uh, it is a, it's a bizarre level of um of entitlement that exists within her, and I don't understand why she seems to think that venues are supposed to host her on a charity basis rather than on a ticket selling basis. And to the point on the media blacklist, the media blacklist is irrelevant if you're selling out the venues. Right. For example, look at people like Milo, right? Like Milo is not promoted by mainstream media. I think that's fair to say. Of and course, yet yeah. he is able to host a very viable tour and he's able to sell books and he's able to make a good living for himself. And kicked because off the platforms there's... and everything, yeah. Because there's demand for him that he is able to create. Yeah. So, Kathy, if you create that demand, this blacklist is irrelevant. I mean, she can't now. She's detonated her career. There's no going back after this. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't be surprised that the market for a 60-year-old woman show person is generally not very high. That's not even specific to Kathy Griffin. It's just, yeah. you're an old lady. Most people don't want to buy tickets to see an old we lady. We get one of those a decade and Joan Rivers just died. So 10 more years before we can fill that slot again. Yeah. This is, this is stuff you have to plan for. You should be retired. Uh, you should be, I don't know. I, th I think you're onto something with your theory about childless women going crazy. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, you're 60. Why? Uh, I don't know. I just, it seems to me because that if you were to Because when you're that age, you're supposed to be like helping raise grandchildren and retreating into family life and, and things like that. You're not supposed to be like on stage. And she yeah. never really well, had much of a talent to begin with either. And so I think that she's kind of realizing like, I have nothing left. I have no talent. And I wasted my life doing something that doesn't matter in an industry that's yeah. about to crumble. If you can pull it off, so that people aren't misunderstanding me too, if you can pull it off, more power to you. If you're a 60-year-old woman who can generate the ticket sales, more power to you. I have no problem with that. Yeah, I who? just think it's who? Joan Rivers end of list. Yeah, and definitely not Kathy Griffin. Yeah. I just think it's foolish for 30-year-old, 40-year-old Kathy Griffin to be thinking about her future and saying, "Oh yeah, I'll still sell out major venues when I'm 60." Yeah. Probably not. So she doesn't Probably make any won't. plans or develop any personal relationships that, that are lasting or really matter. And, and now she's freaking out. Yeah. Hmm. It's just going to be a steady freak out right into the grave. We'll see about this, but I'm sure she's going to self-destruct even worse. I mean, she okay. has crazy face. You can see when she was trying to <laughs> smile, she's like, I'm still really excited about tonight, though. <laughs> Jeez. One of the top comments that I saved was, uh, well, Kathy, if you need a job that bad, there's always porn. Oh. <gasps> Uh, so there's that. What kind of porn? Hey, Rachel Dole has all got the offer too. I mean, she's you know. infinitely more doable than Kathy Griffin and the 25 years younger. Yeah, but at that point, you're not watching for the um, uh, what's it's the novelty word porn? For, is that what you're yeah, yeah, to yeah? It's not for the uh, it's not for the traditional uh, appeal that this porn has. It's more turn. like 
I can't believe I'm watching this type of, I don't know how to describe this without it being bizarre in a quotable <laughs> sense. So I'm just trying to hold back. Extract yourself from the situation and change the subject. Yeah. Let's get to, uh, let's get to facepalm reality. As, as I said, the way people describe this in the comments is great. Waste 15 minutes and just go read the comments on the video. I got this tweet that like literally made me, when I say literal lol, I think that needs clarification because uh, as opposed to just laughing your head, I actually laughed out loud, cackling at this as, as he characterized it. When you fuck up so bad in an RPG character creation screen, they have to admit defeat and click reset or preset just to get back on track. <laughs> Pretty much. Like she looks like a poorly done video game character in that frame. Mm. Yeah. Like, wow. The, the graphic artist, the graphic Ooh. artist team on this, on this game. Hopefully the story's good. Because, you know, the presentation isn't top-notch. Oh, boy. And there's your fake crazy smile that you're talking about, too. I feel bad for her if she wasn't so defiant. Like, just a little bit of humility would go a long way here. Yes, I agree. But then she had to double down pretty recently. Wasn't that, like, two months ago about her? Yeah, she said, I'm not sorry. We covered that, too. Like, I'm not sorry about this. I never should have said that I was sorry. I wasn't sorry. It's like, do you know when to shut your mouth? Apparently not. Yeah. But, every the classic comedian line that I think is 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 plenty reasonable, and I accept it is, yeah, you know, as an artist and a comedian, it is my job to push the boundaries of what is socially acceptable commentary. And in this case, I pissed a lot of people off, and I recognize that and I acknowledge it. Yeah, I would like a second chance. If you're willing to grant me a second chance, I would right. like to entertain you, and I think I can. So but then come she to my show. Into this victim complex thing. Yeah. Instead, it's like instead of. Her coming to us and saying, would you like to be entertained? Because I think I can do it. Instead, she comes to us and says, you must come to my show because I've earned it because I did 20 years in clubs and I won't go back. No, I must not. And I don't no women to. get this treatment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, for, for someone who hates Trump, that was a remarkably Trumpian comment. Nobody has faced this level of, of resistance in the history of American women. I'm the uh, most. I don't know. In Trump's case, it's true, though. Well, yeah. I, I'm just saying it's very Trumpian language. I, that that's the my absolutism. Yeah, yeah. I understand. <sighs> okay, got two more. Do you want to take a break now? We have so we'll... many super chats. People okay, let's have been just throwing money at us. Tonight. Oh, well, good because they owe it to us because <laughs> we've been doing this stream for so, so long. <laughs> we we appreciate it, guys. Thank you for supporting the show. Um, who was the last person? I think it was Stephen Suarez. Uh, Phoenix Fire 108 said, Blonde, I don't mean to be crazy about mentioning a white slave trade. I grew up uh, around many black nationalists in a black city, but it is in their doctrine. Tell us what to do, Blonde Fuhrer, about living in a black city. I don't know. I, I left St. Louis. All I can say is that, you know, white flight happens for a reason. Um, you have to move. Uh, I don't know what city that is, though, but if it's St. Louis, get out of there. Um, Travis Valle, Valle uh, as my drill instructor said, I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. Also, my last name is pronounced uh, Valle. Spanish rules apply. hey Ah, there you go. I did it right. Uh, Jesse James, if CRFCA, uh, in CRFCA, I have a bullet button to change mag, and now they want me to get rid of my pistol grip, but won't <clears throat> okay. need BB anymore, making it more deadly dumb. What, what, what did that mean? Help me out. So he's, he's, disca- he's describing uh, his firearms or certain modifications he has to his firearms, but I'm not clear if they're being regulated in some way. I, I'm not 100% clear. But if he's talking about a mag release and a pistol grip, I assume he's talking about his rifle. Yeah, that is what he's talking about, yeah. Um, okay, thank you, Jesse. Uh, Big Red Doggy said, Matt, the self-defense case you were referring to happened in Oklahoma a few months back. 
also um, no well it might have been another case but mine is specifically in florida here's the new york times headline florida woman whose quote stand your ground defense was rejected is released i remember that uh it was a big we were talking about it in like 2013 or 2014 around the michael brown case for some reason well this was in the what she might have gone to jail then the, uh, the charges were filed in 2012 so rules are rules mr you are fake news very fake news no, I'm sure there's probably several cases of this, actually. I just want an excuse to hit the button so that other person gets drunk playing the drinking <laughs> game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Redica said the average person can get 30 bullets off in 20 seconds. Wow, really? Oh, yeah. It's just as fast as you can pull the trigger. Uh, but but I, I want to watch these again. The the How fast these guys, there's been timing tests of like, how fast can they do it with 30 round mags? How fast can they do it with 10 round mags? How fast can they shoot with different... Uh, different magazine setups. And they're very, very fast under any and all conditions. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, Josh G. Marshall said, half aughts, hats off to uh, Fleckus Talk. Is that how you say his name? Fleckus? It's, yeah, I think he says Fleckus. Okay. Austin Austin Fletcher. I need to name? sub to him. That was yeah, it was, really it's good really stuff. Um, and I told him it was good stuff and he followed me back, which made me feel cool. <laughs> and he's a blue check. Good for oh, him. Yeah, he's a blue uh, check. So maybe we'll get to speak to him. Jonathan Edwards said, Love you guys. I'm drink. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There I'm drink. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. Congratulations. Lovely Seems Sunday to me, night. It would be pretty easy to win such a debate if your opponent is just spreading hate. Shouldn't this be an easy win for the left? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're really afraid of is, is data at the end of all of this. Imagine Hillary getting up on the, the podium for the presidential election debates and saying that to Trump. I bet a lot of people would cheer that line if she just got up there and said, it isn't a debate, Donald, when you're just yeah. spreading hate and they'd all go wild. I bet. You shouldn't be able to cheer during a presidential debate. There, well, I mean, no, the audience know. generally It was like can't. a high school graduation this last year. Yeah, I mean, there's, they're not supposed to be able to, but I just mean people Where's in their homes and, Jeez. you know, the general social media reaction. Um, Skittles McStabby Pants. I love that name. Every time I read it, it makes me smile. Uh, damn those Jewish Nazis. Gotta love people who want to take away the fascist rights. Yeah. Um, Redicus said, all American dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. That, that ain't it. That's true. That's probably the most American dick pic ever taken. Uh, Dangerous Spaces said, someone wearing a suit doesn't mean he's right, but being white, straight, male, cis, hate that word, Christian, et cetera, means they're wrong. That Correct, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then BB said, Picasso could not have done this. I presume she means the dick drawing. Yeah. Um, thank you. I mean, so I much, gotta baby. assume there. Maybe we have some pilots in our audience. If you do, if you are a pilot, tweet me or or email me. It'd be hard I, though, right? There's gotta be skill. I mean, serious. Yeah. Skill because like the lines the were in the right were, place yeah. and the the balls. The shaft were the lines same. were parallel. They were. Yeah. The, the proportions were correct. Yeah, yeah. Like this was, you know, as anatomically accurate as you could. Make it, and it was very clear. It, it required no imagination, exactly. which unfortunately works against my other point about how you could lie to the kids. <laughs> but I, I mean, if I was an adult and I walked out and looked up, I'd say, I'm not crazy. That's a dick in the sky. That's no accident. That is a dick in the sky. <laughs> Who didn't think of that? Whatever. So, it, yeah, if you have a sense of what sort of skill it takes to do that, let me know. Let I'm us curious. know. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, that's not right, said Matt and I once made love in the Navy. <laughs> We both joined the Mile High Sky Phallus Club, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Thank you. That's not right. Always oh. for giving us a gay story about Matt's sexual history. And, yeah. And as always, I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> but while we're thinking about the great sky dick of 2017 again, <laughs> uh, I forgot to mention there are, this is not the first. In fact, while we're talking about patriotism and military um, gestures, 
the, so the Royal Air Force drew a sky dick over Scotland in 2014. Oh, really? So it was done in Europe, and the Blue Angels also did it in 2014. So I don't know who did it first. We have to find out who the true sky dick patriots are. Is it the Europeans or is it the Americans? Because this gesture is apparently at least three years old. Well, whoever it is, good for them. Yeah. I mean, we can borrow. We're on the same team, more or less. Until, until you know, Islamic migrants take over their countries and we have to fight them in World War III. But until then, we're on but the same team. But until then, we're cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your plane, Fred, said the Navy, a global force for obscenity. Yeah. Um, Maddington said, I don't think the Navy did the dick pic. I think it was Malcolm Young going into heaven and saying he's got the biggest balls of them all. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, the, was he the founder? I forget. He's ACDC guy. When did uh, he die? Really recently. So, you know, shout out to ACDC guy. Uh, thank you for the donation. Mosenroth said, ha ha, America, fuck yeah, only country in the world awesome enough to put giant dicks in the sky. Well, actually, that might not be true because it happened yeah. in Scotland a few years ago. Yeah. So we have to figure out who did it first. That's the big question. <laughs> Uh, Brian Gasson said the Skyfall situation could easily be rectified with a press conference on dick diversity hashtags. <laughs> Dicks are not offensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, D Antler said, thanks guys. Do you sense any opening up of healthier dialogue between the left and the right? Any evidence of warming to Trump and mainstream media? What's your read on today and prognosis for the future? Um, I think that things are worse than they have been in decades i thought things were going to like combust or improve by now but they just seem to be like getting more tense and worse yeah i uh i try to really take a moment to appreciate signs or anecdotes that illustrate what the chatter is talking about which is like people from opposite perspectives or different perspectives coming together on points of common understanding i thought i saw something like that from politico today there was an op-ed and i saw it on facebook and it was about someone who a left winger who spent a lot of time traveling in rural america and and wrote this op-ed about you know i i traveled amongst these uh, across you know rural america and it was actually pretty cool and everyone was really nice and there weren't really any problems and i thought ah, oh, what a great op-ed but, but, but then you go to the comments and it's full of people saying you didn't hit the right town with all the racists where i live because it's terrible it's, oh god can we well, just appreciate the things the values that we have in common or maybe that's just it and we don't have any values in common anymore. i don't like fundamentally uh, a marxist which is what your average leftist is i don't think i really have anything in common with that with that person where you know di diabolic oppositions right I, I can't i can't share a space with them i'm sorry that, like that's i used so, to be like yeah. god people are just going to detonate their friendships over trump and everything but now like my friendships with leftists, I'm like, I'm sorry, I just can't with you. Yeah, that's what's so dire about the situation is I'm not convinced those foundational values, the Bill of Rights values, Constitution yep. or nah, I'm not convinced that those are universally valued by the vast majority of Americans. I think there's a growing hostility to them. Exactly. And, as soon and as then that, I have the same yeah. argument against leftists than I, that I do against Muslims, which is that we have nothing in common. We don't share a love of Western civilization. And so we can't exist in the same space. Yeah, so I, I wish I could share stories of optimism, but I've never been more pessimistic, frankly, in my life about the political divides that exist in the country. Yeah, yeah. And as far as predictions are concerned, like, if things don't improve, which I don't think they will, the mainstream media doesn't seem like they are ever going to repent or change their ways. I mean, they're still on this Russian narrative. But I see full-on balkanization, white flight, cities just becoming these like terrible crime-ridden democratic hmm. shitholes and then all white people living these suburban lives where they never access the cities they live near. Hmm. What about you? 
Uh, I don't know. The only thing I know for sure is uh, nobody will be tweeting. <laughs> there will be no Twitter in the future. That much yeah. we can say. Uh, Jerry Rowe gave us a donation. No note. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, Michael Avanger, Avanger. Um, if he can shoot down another plane with that maneuver, all is well. <laughs> that would be yeah. hilarious if he could shoot down a plane while in drawing a sky dick. Yeah. I'd be really proud to be That's high skill. Could you honestly discipline that man? I know it's got to violate Navy rules or code X, Y, and Z, <laughs> but just the president should yeah. pardon. Actually, you know what? Donald Trump could do it, I think, because this person, well, it depends if they get a legal violation or not. I hope the president has power to relieve the, 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 this, whoever this uh, Navy guy is who did this. Just give him a stern, like, don't do that again. But does he really Slap need to be punished? Wrist. America needed that dick. It really it, did. It brightened a lot of days. <laughs> it really did. Um, then we have Marba93 said, in a parallel universe where men act like feminists, why is a man's genitalia perceived as obscene? We must live in a society that hates men, misandry. And what if it was a giant vagina? And I think it would be the same thing. Probably. Tougher to draw, too. I, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. That wouldn't translate. You would really have to do some work. Yeah, that. it would leave more to the imagination, and you'd have to wonder, am I crazy, or is that a giant sky C-word? <laughs> sky vagina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kingsley Oberquas said, let's be honest, behind closed doors, those Navy officers got a good chuckle out of the sky penis. Yeah. They should have added cloud nut. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are funny. Yeah. Uh, Brian Gaston. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Um, Blonde, I told you that crazy bitch went full Ellen Ripley with her hairdo. Who? Must be talking about Kathy, but I don't know Ellen Ripley. Neither do I. Unfortunately. If that were a Britney Spears reference, though, I would have, ah. I would have understood it. Uh, thank you for that, Brian. Uh, D. Antlard said AIDS Griffin. She is AIDS. Geez. She she looks sickly. She, she looks, looks really diseased. Sickly. She has, I don't know. I don't want to speculate about something being wrong with her, but she just looks like she has a child's body. Like it looks neither masculine nor feminine in an adult sense. Or like she's a melting carrot top. Statue. <laughs> She's yeah. carrot top at Auschwitz, pretty much. <laughs> it's like it's what that was. <laughs> That's good. That's the best one yet. Yeah. Um, Taylor AC2 said that Kathy Griffin video when you hit the random button in the Oblivion character creation scene and get an actual <laughs> bomber. What the fuck does that mean? This is just talking about general video games. How if you play a role playing game. You know, you're, you usually create a character. You can make the character look like however you want the character to look. And ah. sometimes you just mess around and start putting weird random shit on the character. And sometimes it looks cool. And sometimes it looks like... Really, sometimes it looks like Kathy Griffin. Sometimes it looks like Kathy Griffin on her world tour. <laughs> yeah. That's the same kind of joke that Faze Palm was getting at. Um, Anonymous Inc. said she looks like the dude from Portlandia. Woof. Fred, I'm trying Fred, to remember which one. Um, Fred, uh, Fred Armisen. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Caesar. Uh, Mosen Ross said, damn it, Matt, you pause in that horrid picture of Andy Dick. Now I have to burn my phone with fire and cleanse it. Yeah, I got that uh, in my Twitter mentions, too. Like, uh, typo, you typed Kathy, but you meant Andy Dick. <laughs> they do kind of look alike. Yeah. Andy Dick, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chicago conservative said, million dollar super chat for five dollars <laughs> oh, did, well, did we earn it? Yeah, well, uh, we're owed it. We're owed it. You guys need it. to. Is this, is this an IOU? Yeah, you guys need to pay us what we're what we're, we're worth because we've been gone. doing this for so long I really yeah. have not really uh dangerous spaces <laughs> caesar what are you doing what a weird i'm dog. not going back to using google hangouts <laughs> i've been doing this for <laughs> said on google hangouts well we're um, indirectly using it yeah dangerous spaces at least kathy griffin or kathy griffith isn't conforming to society's beauty standards she is however conforming to beauty standards of the muppet show ayo <laughs> 
Thank you for that. Dangerous spaces. Um, then we have Redicus. Ask Owen Benjamin what blacklisting is, bitch, demon fairy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was black. He's a comedian, right? Yeah, he's on Crowder's show frequently. Uh, conservative, openly conservative in perspective. And I haven't heard him talk about the blacklisting stuff, but I certainly believe if you're trying to get a gig in uh, show business yeah. and you are openly conservative in your pol- in your uh, politics, good luck. Yeah, totally. Um, Maddington said Kathy Griffin could work at McDonald's. She's looking more and more like the mascot every day. Yeah, yeah someone told her to move to Seattle for the fifteen dollars minimum wage because <laughs> that's probably a raise for her. To be honest, yeah, not really. Can, yeah. I mean, you must be getting paid. Garbage, 50 people clubs. I mean, how much I don't money know. Do you that hotel room looked pretty nice that she was in, though. Didn't look <sighs> like she's at some Motel 6 or something. Yeah. You get accustomed to his type of lifestyles, gag. Yeah. Um, Kingsley Oberqua said, Kathy Griffin looks like the human manifestation of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, man. I mean, I mean the, the Make a Wish Foundation does serve humanity. Damn, like, holy damn people! This, Normally, this, this, I think I'm like the worst and the most cynical, and then I get some feedback, and I'm like, oh, our subscribers could, are worse. I don't want to modify it, but I could. I offer Kathy Griffin looks like she's about to make a wish for the foundation. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> We're all going. Straight to hell. Was, I mean, look, that was that was crude, but they you, they go out and they, I dish them out where they deserved. El Chongo said, "Oh God, Kathy Griffin looks like the Joker without makeup. Man, she looks scary. Yeah, which she's had a rough forty. But she does have makeup on, though. That's the thing. The yeah. joke. She her with makeup on looks like the Joker without it. How bizarre is that? Downskated said, "Would the sky drawer be in as much trouble? Drawer be in as much trouble if he drew a giant vagina in the sky?" Or would that have been called empowerment? We did just discuss that. We got Depends there first. Depends if the pilot was female or not. Yep. That, that's true. <laughs> that was another joke, female pilot. <laughs> okay. Oh, yikes. Keep going, keep going. Uh, Raphael Salvador said, forget rape whistles. Use Kathy Griffin to repel Islamic rape gangs. Also, thanks for the surprise cringe. Um, that wouldn't work. They'll rape anybody. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> Islamic rape gangs, you think that they're they're raping people like 10 to 80. I can't wait to see how this is cut up. (laughs) Keep going. Maddington said, Kathy Griffin's porn movie name, He Broke Me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then last one for right now is Yoda Economics. Remember when Joan Rivers called Michelle Obama a tranny? She didn't discriminate. That's why Kathy Griffin is no Joan Rivers. Damn straight, I love Joan Rivers, and she was just right on. She was just wasn't right um, wasn't Joan Rivers like Kathy's mentor or something? Yeah, too? She, Joan Rivers would be so disappointed in Kathy Kathy's social justice nonsense and this victim shit. Joan Rivers never acted like a victim, and her life was really hard and really fucked mm. up, and she had to deal with a lot of stuff in the industry. All right, a couple of quick topics here to get through. Um, this story has been circulating Twitter and other social media. Let's get rid of Kathy Griffin's face because I don't want to see it again. <laughs> Ever again. Circulating all over social media. So, and rightfully so, it's a pretty scandalous story. But this Ohio representative, so in the Ohio State Legislature, uh, Representative Wes Goodman resigns over, quote, inappropriate behavior. Now, that is a nice headline uh, over at Cleveland.com. What they're trying to get at. Uh, without being direct in their headline, is that he was caught in his office. Uh, this happened several months ago, but he um, apparently had gay sex in his legislative office with a man who is not affiliated with the legislature. And to be clear, this was consensual. There's no allegation of harassment or assault, but he is a married man. And I believe he has children as well. So there's 
clearly deception against, uh, against his family. Presumably, at least I'm going to assume his, his wife was not aware, but I have not seen that confirmed. <laughs> uh, he's been in the legislature for one year. This Wes Goodman has, he was elected last November. He apologized and asked for privacy for himself and his family. Quote, we all bring our own struggles and our own trials into public life. He said in his statement, uh, that has been true for me. And I sincerely regret that my actions and choices have kept me from serving my constituents and our state in a way that reflects the best ideals of public service. Now, here's where this gets a little bit interesting to me. I think, um, of course, anytime you have a sex scandal on the part of a government official, it's kind of intriguing. But the way that this was framed by a lot of media and indeed Twitter's own moment is anti-LGBT lawmaker resigns after being caught having sex with a man. Now, he is a Republican conservative, but I still was curious, okay, what's the basis on which they say that he's anti-gay? Like, what did he do? Did he say, did he want to ban gay people from getting from getting married? Did he want to do away with that? Did he want to ban gay people from adopting? What's, what's he trying to do? Is he trying to ban, I don't know, people, trans people from the bathrooms? Presumably there's some basis on which they're calling him anti-gay. I'm a little bit disappointed in this, though, because they're framing it in that way with what I deem to be unsatisfactory explanations. So what they frequently cite is on his website, he has a statement on the family that says, quote, healthy, vibrant, thriving, values-driven families are the source of Ohio's proud history and the key to Ohio's future greatness. The ideals, the ideals of a loving father and mother, a committed Natural marriage, and that's what people are, I guess, pissed about, is the phrase natural marriage, uh, and a caring community are well worth pursuing and protecting. But to me, is that in itself an anti-LGBT statement, unless you're actively trying to remove marriage rights from other people? I just say natural marriage. I mean, that is a nod to traditional heterosexual marriage exclusively. Hmm. I mean, if you were to ask me my beliefs on marriage, what I would say, I don't, I don't know that I would phrase it that exact same way, but it's some, I would say something to the effect of the nuclear family is the ideal, which we should all strive to uphold, but we should protect the rights of people who choose an alternative. That's the way that I would phrase it. I don't think that just saying there is an ideal and we should promote it is an anti-gay statement. Yeah, I'll agree with you. Yeah. And that's kind of what bugs me is. Well, is just being pro-family is enough to get the label of anti-gay? Um, I mean, if you promote a natural family and you're married and then you get caught sodomizing another man. I, think I agree there's gay. hypocrisy there to say, well, isn't the, the, the nuclear family and the, the, uh, the trust between a husband and wife something we should all strive for? And then, by the way, you're banging a dude in your office. I agree that's very hypocritical. I just don't know if I'm satisfied that he's anti-gay that's what's kind of bugging me uh the the other critical pieces cite endorsements by what they call anti-lgbt political action committees they're called uh citizens for community values ohio's family first and ohio citizens i haven't vetted these organizations i just didn't have time i don't know what they stand for but i'm not very sympathetic to the argument of look who endorsed him i mean i can't no, I, look who right. endorses this show I mean, there's probably, I've, I've seen your guys' tweets. You're all pieces of crap, but you endorse <laughs> this show. I, we can't be responsible for who endorses our show. I'm not, I don't like that standard of like someone who's anti-gay endorsed him. Well, we don't, I mean, for all we know, they endorsed him because of X, Y, and Z reasons. 
So I don't like that. And then he was also previously, he's only been in the legislature for a year. Like I said, he previously, he served as the director of the conservative action project, which this is what the story reads, which fought for quote, conservative principles like repealing Obamacare and religious liberty, according to the AP. Well, how is that anti-gay? What's the anti-gay bit here? He fought for things like repealing Obamacare because he hates the gay people. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I'm not sympathetic to this guy. I don't know. What do you want from me? (laughs) I'm not saying sympathetic to him to the extent that he clearly deceived his family. I don't think that's cool at all. Yeah, but if you're pro-family, then what the fuck else matters? Well, uh, yeah, I agree with you that far. What I'm saying is, I think there's some media overreach in characterizing him in an unfair, smeary way that's not really relevant to what actually happened here. Yeah, I mean, that's fine, but they're obviously going to point out the glaring hypocrisy in all this. Yeah, but they're, note the hypocrisy they're pointing out. Their hypocrisy isn't, this is a guy who said that he was pro-family. Meanwhile, he's destroying his own family. They're saying, this is a guy who hates gay people. Meanwhile, he's gay. But you haven't demonstrated to me that he hates gay people or he's anti-gay. I just, I don't see it. Yeah, why get married? I don't know. I don't know. Although I have heard Milo make a fairly convincing argument for why homosexual men should try to suppress it and just get married anyway. Hmm. Oh um, boy. That, <laughs> that is potential for all sorts of mischaracterization. I mean, I will say if, if, you know, somebody did this to me, I would definitely lop off their cock, right? Like you have oh, a boy. family with somebody that you marry and then you find out that they're, they've been gay the whole time. It's like, wow, you've ruined my life and now I'm going to be a public spectacle. That would be horrible. Oh yeah, imagine, and I, as I said, I believe there are children involved. I don't have that in front of me. Oh, I thought but there were for sure. I, I'm pretty sure there are. I thought I read that. Um, but yeah, imagine that spot. Imagine you're the mom of those children and you want nothing more than to provide a safe and yeah. healthy and happy home for those children. Meanwhile, it means that you have to either damage their home through splitting with your husband who let's be honest deserves it if that's what you want to do like that's bad but at the, but you know if you want to if you want to preserve the home that they know you have to stay together with this guy who was banging a dude in his office a few uh, months ago no absolutely not and you know that she married him thinking like okay this is a safe guy that also believes in traditional family values we're going to have a nice marriage we're not going to get divorced and then you find out that he's having promiscuous anal sex with men. Oh Mm. my God. Like I, I just, her world is falling apart right now. So I don't give a shit what happens to this guy. I'm not like filled with sympathy. I don't really care about defending his position at all. Yeah. And just, you know, if people have information that I don't, I got, I had about an hour to spend looking into this. So if you have information that I don't on what qualifies this guy as anti-gay, then I'm happy to look at it. I'm not making a definitive statement that this is unfair. It's just based on my initial look. I don't, I don't know, Skag, I don't see if you it. were a gay man in a traditional marriage, would you ever say anything about the importance of natural families? I think that most people of, would just keep their mouths shut about that. It's it's weird. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, speaking of keeping your mouth shut about stuff, this woman with the fuck Trump decal that we'll talk about momentarily. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I get that. I just, what I see here is a political smear on top of a scandal that is worthy of reporting on and on top of hypocrisy that is worthy of reporting on. They didn't need to smear on. him. I mean, they could have just talked about did. how he destroyed his own family and he's an advocate of family values and that would yeah, have been but they true. Don't, but they don't care about that. Right. It's not like, oh man, what a bummer for this guy's family. It's, mm-hmm. he hated the gays. They're the real victims. Like, uh, Are they though? 
I just, I don't see it in this case. Again, if you have information, I don't please send it to me because maybe I'm just missing. Maybe they're not being unfair and I'm just missing information. Okay. Last story of the night. Uh, woman with the, okay. So a lot of people have probably seen this, um, this story circulating because, uh, it was kind of, it, I don't know. It got, it was between, uh, the, the sky dick or, uh, this story, I think were like the viral social media stories I saw this week. So, uh, as BuzzFeed put it in their headline, a Texas sheriff went after this driver on Facebook for her fuck Trump sticker, and now she's in jail. It's so misleading. Yeah, I mean, I mean technically, it's true. Tech, yeah, yeah, technically it's true, but there's a but lot that of, happened, and then that happened, and then implying that one caused the other. I mean, it's classic right. misleading it, headline. It implies cause exactly. It implies cause where cause is not uh, direct, at least. So this is the woman. Her name is Karen Fonseca. I think is how you say this. She lives in Texas. She has a huge decal on the back of her truck, and it says this is right in the rear window. You can see it if you're watching the video here. Uh, it's a giant middle finger. <laughs> And it says, fuck Trump and fuck you for voting for him. And she's had this apparently on the back of her truck since the election last year. So about a year, Fine. a little 11 months, I guess she said. Apparently she's been stopped, uh, stopped by law enforcement several times over the course of that year, but so far has refused to remove the decal. On Wednesday, the Fort Bend County Sheriff, the sheriff for this jurisdiction, posted to Facebook saying that he has received numerous calls regarding the offensive display on this truck. And there's a picture of the truck. And he would like to discuss with the truck owner because the prosecutor, the district attorney or whoever the prosecutor is, informed him, the sheriff, that disorderly conduct charges could be filed, but the sheriff would rather come to an agreement regarding modification. That sheriff's post went viral and he received a ton of backlash on free speech grounds. And quite frankly, I would be on the side of the backlash in that case, even though I think this is a moronic display, I'm not going to side with law enforcement trying to cite someone for disorderly conduct for a message on their vehicle. Yeah. Uh, and I think I'm not an expert on these things. Supreme court has ruled previously. You have a constitutional right to wear a fuck the draft t-shirt Cohen v. California. I don't, I don't know how they could, how this would, how it would be constitutional to tell a person you don't have a constitutional right to, or you don't have a right to, uh, to put a fuck Trump sticker on your car. Uh, so it seems like a pretty easy case. Uh, anyway, he received a ton of backlash. The sheriff dismiss, uh, the sheriff deleted the post actually after mm. the backlash. And he said he deleted the post quote, due to hate messages he has been receiving towards his wife and children. Yikes. Uh, now, this is where it gets interesting. Thursday, the woman, the driver of this truck, this Karen Fonseca, she gets arrested. Um, and people, people like BuzzFeed are pointing this out. Oh, she was arrested after the sheriff targeted her. And they're kind of being loose with the facts, as you mentioned. So she was not arrested for the truck decal. She was arrested because this whole ordeal led to a tip that she had an outstanding felony warrant for her arrest related to identity fraud. Ah. So she was released. She was arrested, released after posting a $1,500 bond after her release. Fonseca questioned the timing of her arrest and accused the sheriff's office of retaliation. Quote, I'm almost certain it does have to do with the anti-Trump sticker. She told uh, local news. People well, did abuse you commit the identity theft though? That has yet to be adjudicated. We'll find out. Uh, I don't think she's commented on that. I don't think she actually explicitly denied it, which does make it interesting. Yeah. 
People abuse the badge, and in my opinion, money talks. When you're in politics, people know how to work the system. Okay. Uh, basically, what we have here is a sheriff who was wrong on the speech issue, and he walked it back, and I think people are fair to criticize in that regard. But really, this is a person with an outstanding felony warrant <laughs> being a huge idiot and attracting a ton of enter- uh, a ton of attention to herself needlessly, just a big political gesture for no point. Uh, and it gets her arrested. Now, she pres- I presume she knew that, that she had an outstanding warrant for her arrest, but she attracts... It's these people. It's like if you're a criminal or if you're gay and married, just don't say anything. Just, just lay low. Lay low, yeah. If you have a, a warrant, a felony warrant out for your arrest, <laughs> don't put huge look at me decals yeah. identifying yourself on your truck. It's just Trump derangement syndrome. It's Again, it's like Kathy. It's, this is a person who presumably knew about the situation she was in and thought, I hate Trump so much that I would rather express my hatred for Trump in ways yep. that yeah. damage me personally <laughs> because I, it's that important to me. I want everyone to know how much I fucking hate Trump, yeah. even if it has meaningful damage to my personal life. That's that what Kathy Griffin so did crazy. with the Trump head. That's what she's doing with her fuck Trump decal. And yet yeah. it's everyone else's fault. Well, you apparently at least are charged with committing identity fraud. Do you have any comment on the identity fraud? Because you haven't no denied comment. it yet. No comment. Hmm. So don't, you know, don't, uh, just don't let people lie about now. What it, it is true to say that the sheriff made a statement that free speech advocates should take issue with, but it is not true to say that this person has, is facing legal consequence right. because of her free speech. She yeah. made a big, a big show of herself that attracted attention to her that got her in trouble for other things she's done. Presumably pretty that's, bad things. That's just stupidity. Oh my all gosh, right. is that the last topic? Yeah, we're through them all. Well, we got a, we got a million super chats. Let's all right. See. Who was the last one? I think it was Yoda Economics. Um, everybody just wants to talk about what Kathy Griffin looks like. Uh, Jeremy Sott said, <laughs> okay, the rim shot right. Kathy Griffin looks like a Mass Effect Andromeda character creation <laughs> preset. <You guys laughs> I can confirm those looked terrible. Kathy Griffin might have been an upgrade from that game, to be honest. <laughs> like an upgrade in the preset characters. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah, the game looks garbage. <laughs> First name said, Blonde, you should really not underestimate the diversity of the porn industry. It's perhaps the only industry where diversity is truly a strength and should be encouraged. Kathy <laughs> could redefine porn. Yeah. I don't think that's true. People just want to see young, hot, white chicks. I'm just joking. Jeez. Um, Tom so Davidson said, no, we're not. Uh, we're definitely going to get demonetized, but we probably weren't. Yeah, right. of course. Uh, I put Davidson. Nazi in the title. Twitter's Nazi purge. So we're d- going to get demonetized for that. There's anyway. no asterisk or anything. No, I was just like, eh. we probably got dinged before we even went on. Yeah, probably. So you request a manual review. How often are they coming out? Okay. Actually for the podcast, like four out of five get. All right. All right. Get a, 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 Definitely approved. not this one though. Cause probably we, not. Sorry. It is. I'm hurting my own wall, but um, Tom Davidson said, here's my Google rewards money. Love the show. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. A Chicago conservative said, fuck you, Matt, for that fake newsing hot hot. I, which thing? Did you have well, fake I only news? fake news our friend Big Red Doggy because he said it happened in Oklahoma. Ah, but yeah. I was talking about a Florida story, but it's totally possible it's they happen in both. Different stories. In fact, I, it's two I know for likely. sure because I remember talking about the Florida story for some reason yeah. in connection with Michael Brown, but I, I can't remember quite why. Uh, Chris H. said, I can hear the orchestra of Tiny Violin. She looks like after Kathy finished the video. Wait, she- but why do you say fuck you for fake newsing? I didn't get... Oh, I don't know. Um... 
Oh, all right, all right whatever. Do we Keep fake going. news? Ham- no, that was Big Red Doggy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I thought uh, he was taking issue with it. Sorry about that. Uh, Chris H., I can hear the orchestra of Tiny Violin. She looks like after Kathy finished her video, she walks into the next room to dole spiked Kool Aid to the rest of us, to the rest of the cultists, so they can <laughs> meet their alien overlord, Zagnaki Sanction. <laughs> Um, Fitzberg said the sky dick pick really puts the show American Vandal to shame. Hmm. I haven't, well, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I, um, I, the we've joke's over my head, unfortunately. Uh, Coops Clausen, uh, no note there. Thank you so much. Uh, Matt McFadder said, meh, I've seen bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, Evan Thompson, breaking news. Navy pilot is being accused for sexual assault by everyone within city limits. Yeah. <laughs> Trump has yet to condemn this horrific act. Yeah. I, I felt personally victimized because I live one. in Washington. Um, yeah. Brian Gasson said is Ellen Ripley Sigourney Weaver from alien. Oh, okay. Really oh, an outdated okay, okay. reference for millennials makes me yeah. sad. No, I've seen alien a bunch. I don't know what my problem is. I've not seen that movie cause I've never seen a single movie in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Star Wars. That's it. Boy, I can't believe I missed that. I mean, I haven't seen it in probably 10, 15 years. Hmm. No excuse. Uh, Selbrin said there's a book called Stranger in Their Own Land. A uh, Berkeley sociology professor went to Louisiana five years ago to learn why they believe what they do. People act like going to Louisiana is like going to some obscure yeah. like African tribe where you can experience cultures you never experienced. Like, these are people in your own country. What are you yeah, talking about? Well, it's about? like Sarah Silverman, too. I love you, America, so I'm going to go... Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go rip on you with my TV series and make fun of you as a bunch of ignorant yokel hicks, but pretend that I'm so open-minded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A-H-N-C, all hats, no cattle said, it's the sky dick America wanted, but it's it's not the sky dick America wanted, but it's the sky dick America deserved. Yeah. (laughs) We all wanted and deserved this. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I didn't know I wanted it, but after seeing it, I I do. Yeah. That's exactly what I needed. That's yeah. (laughs) That's how I felt. Everybody needed a good collective laugh, and it really provided that. I thought you were, well, I thought you were, okay. Going in a different direction with that? Well, I thought you were say everybody really needed a good collective. Dicking? Yeah, that's kind of it. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler Robinald said, Owen has started a group called the Hashtag Unbearables, where you get verified on Twitter, fact check true. Oh, Oh. is that why everyone has the bear? Uh, Now it all makes sense. You notice everyone has a bear? Yes. Emoji? Unbearables. Okay, I, I get it now. Uh, Redicus said, okay. this is reverse Clinton relation, Kofum Abedin. Hmm. Um, oh, yeah. uh, talking about the guy from Ohio. Reverse yeah. Clinton. Yeah, okay. Uh, Scott Allen said, whomever drew in contrails is a pro. Uh, the weather and altitude had to be perfect and to do it in two passes with no straight lines in between. Well played. That's what I was thinking too. Okay, yeah. And so highly right, skilled and I didn't even. Parallel. Yeah, and I didn't even think about the conditions. That's another factor. You can't do this in the rain. You can't do this. Uh, I imagine the rain is starting in the Pacific Northwest. Do you now think these that days. he waited for the perfect day? That makes me feel even better about this. He's like, <laughs> he got up in the morning. Day. He looked out and drank his coffee. Today's the day. Today's I mean, I've it's got been a really rainy. Message for America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe that that makes me feel awesome. Uh, Brian Gasson said, "Isn't the fact that he was plowing a dude in his office clear evidence that he isn't anti-gay?" Mm. fair point and does it matter now that he's resigned yeah i mean i don't really care about people's personal stuff i don't i don't know Hmm. but i think that people get angry about the hypocrisy that's probably why yeah yeah um matt mcfadder said i now want to put fuck hillary clinton and thank you for not voting for her presumably on your car yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) redicus says this is the equivalent of driving a red car and speeding dipshit (laughs) 
And yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Josh D. Marshall said, remember pouring in the milk for cereal is true Americanism, comrade. What? No. You get out of here. No, you get yeah. out. This is get a, out of this country. I've noticed you and I disagree frequently on those kind of like matters of taste or like food things sometimes. But we definitely agree on this bizarre cereal thing. Yeah. It's like the shoes and, and socks thing. We talked about it. Yeah. Okay. For people who weren't listening before, I'll be real quick with it. But there was it's an old internet debate, I guess. But there are people out there, allegedly, who say they pour the milk in the bowl before the cereal, which is just nonsensical. Because without the cereal in the bowl, you have no reference point for how much milk is needed. It's crazy. That's just nonsense. I know. I know. It's like the pineapple pizza thing emerging all over again. Um, no, then we have great. a huge donation, two hundred dollars from Blippity Blue. Thank Holy you cow! So much. We need like uh, a, I need like a sounder or something. I know, I know. Uh, Kathy looks like Kefka from Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> I, I've, I've not played the Final Fantasy game, so I don't know. I I well, here, right? hold on, hold on. Okay, how do you spell it? Uh, K E F K A. Yeah, um, and then last super chat is Chicago conservative. I said, fuck you for fake newsing because you claimed you did it. So I would drink. Ah, Oh, I see. Sorry, yes, Chicago conservative. Yeah. We don't real, remember. Real sorry about that. <laughs> real sorry about that. You are fake news. Very fake. She does. She does kind of look like this um, character. This character looks like a, yeah, it looks like a Joker. Yeah, I can see it. I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like a Jokerish character. Um, that's all of our super chats. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we will round it out there. Uh, thanks to everybody. Thanks to our super chatters. My God, you guys have been so, so kind and we really appreciate it. So thanks for supporting the show and, uh, we will enjoy our break. So remember there's no Sunday show for the Thanksgiving weekend. We're going to take some time off and, uh, try to try to get our sanity back and then come back. I, th- I, I think we got some good guest options for December too. bring some people on the show and have some fun. Anyway, thanks everybody for supporting the show. Everybody in the live chat should posting away. If you're listening later uh, on YouTube or on an audio platform, thank you kindly as well for supporting the show. Remember, there's more material if you can't get enough. And honestly, how could two hours be enough of this show? You got to go listen to more. There's more of it on the audio platforms, including the call-in show on Wednesday nights. You can find that on uh, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher. All linked in the description for you. You can email us. That is beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. We won't be back next Sunday, but the Sunday after that, because every other Sunday of the year, sorry, Chuck Todd, it's not me, the press. It's Beauty and the Beta. See you then. 